Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country experienced mental illness last year. Yet, Far too many fail to receive the support they need. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health is a key part of whole health, delivering compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Well, good evening and welcome from Las Vegas. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are now officially on the clock. So many talking points as we lead into our coverage of the first round of the NFL draft here on Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, Fox Sports will be your home for the Super Bowl February 12th from Glendale, Arizona. Uh, big talking points here, Rick. Let's go big picture from a GM standpoint right now before we get to the what Jacksonville is thinking wait, wait, at number one. Wait, can we say one. hello to each other? Hey, uh, you want to uh, say hello? Hey, I, get, I get right to hey, stuff. I get right man. going, Jay. I haven't seen you since the season, man. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Rob. <laughs> Everybody good? LeVar good? Spills. Spills, welcome I, to the I team. I haven't seen Rick since he's joined the unemployment By the way, I say hello. And, and I can just tell you, Jay, he's still in great shape. He's just not shaped great. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the, That's I know, how you're supposed to start yeah. a show. The, visually, we are, uh, our hands are tied a little bit here, but Rick Spielman did show up. In a suit, he yes. did, and a tie, and, tie. and he doing? is ready for business, man. What are you Le- doing? Le- Levar, hey, by the way, Lavar is ready for business too. He's in he's the sweatsuit. That, he's, he's ready got, to go run the forty right well, now. Well, he's got you know, Spill's got that Windsor knot going on right now. <laughs> you know how long that took me to practice today to try to do this? That's not a clip on. It was before. Did you wear a suit when you were in the draft room? 
every GM, at least in my opinion, every draft I've been in, I've always wore a suit on draft night and through the draft weekend. Although the tie came off by Saturday when you have 250 Absolutely. extra picks. <laughs> you know, but hair is what's really important for GMs. And, and I got to tell you, the conversations surrounding GMs and their hair spills. I, I, I don't know what, what the plan was when you did it, but it worked out. You worked it out. I, I liked how you did it. It's a full head of hair. It looks very silky smooth. I'm into it. <laughs> well, the one thing I can tell you is with my brother, Chris, he was born with a change of direction. I was born with a hair. So. I got it. I got Nobody, it. And, and he certainly did have. Jay he, was born with neither. <laughs> Easy. All right, so the Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock at number one, followed by the Lions, the Houston Texans at three, the Jets with picks at number four and number ten, the Giants at picks five and seven, the Carolina Panthers, Jay, we'll get into them in a second, Atlanta at eight, Seattle at nine. Ricky, look at this kind of big picture in the first round. What are some of the themes you think that will emerge? Uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of trades initially, especially through the first ten picks. I think there's not a lot of separation between the number one pick and maybe number eight or nine. I think teams will try to see what starts coming off the board. For example, if someone's interested in a receiver, if there's a receiver run, and usually when you watch this draft, there's a run on positions, uh, then you may see some movement on people come up trying to get the guy that they do want. Super interesting. You know, the thing about it is in this draft, it hasn't been dominated headline-wise really by any position at all whatsoever. So it makes it an intriguing deal to look at what's going to take place as you just mentioned, the, the trend cannot change. I always wonder, does the trend of who you take, does it, tr does it change how a team is looking at their draft picks? Like, oh, it's a run on linemen, offensive linemen. Do we want to tackle? Do we change our mind from what we thought we were going to do? Because it seems as though everybody else is valuing these, these position groups that way. And I think you have a different draft this year than any other year because you don't have these – blue chip quarterback prospects that people are going to be jumping all over for. You don't have certainly maybe up two in the first round. Um, you don't have five like we've had recently. You don't have that surefire defensive end pass rusher that people, you know, wanted to make sure, oh, my God, if we can get this guy. It's just a different – probably not going to have a running back in the first round. There will be a little run of receivers. So I think we go defensive end. I think the first four picks will be defense. Then you go DN, first two corners the next two and then it'll be a little run on offensive line and like rick was saying after the first three there's a drop off and then i think you have receivers but rick if there's only you know let's say eight of these guys in this draft don't you have some of those teams that then say oh maybe we do start calling up for the panthers at six the giants at seven to try and get one of those guys if an offensive lineman you know two are already gone there's only one blue chip left you have to look at your draft board and if you have three offensive tackles or four offensive tackles and then the next time you see an offensive tackle on your draft board, and it's not till the second or third round, that's when you may get aggressive to go up and try to get a guy. But if you sit there and you're patient, and then you sit there and there's two or three guys still yes. coming your way, and you like two or three of those guys, then potentially you're just going to sit and let one of them fall to you. i got to be honest with you guys. It's interesting hearing it from that side of it because from being a former draft pick, the side of it from the players is I'm wondering – how they're feeling right now. If I'm looking at, I'm staring that number one pick in the eyes, is, am I excited? And how, how excited am I? At, well, what are you asking? You were what? Uh, you were number two. You're, yeah, like you were second okay. pick of the draft. Okay, you so, tell us. so here's the thing, right? 
Washington was coming off of a pretty deep run, a good run into the playoffs uh, and had the entire team coming back and had two picks, two and three in the draft. You couldn't help but to be excited about that because you didn't know enough about the team at that point in time because the owner had just taken over. I was his first draft pick coming in. So it was a little different for me because I was excited about the prospects of, of the success that I saw the team have. Generally speaking, I guess the point I was getting at was if you're at that point, it's a blessing and a curse. Am I excited that I'm going number one or number two or number three overall? I won't be excited this year. Versus, versus yeah. am, I, am I feeling like, man, I'm excited, but I could be going to Jacksonville or I could be going to the Detroit Lions. It's kind of like a, a catch-22 proposition for these, these top prospects. Let's Before, talk about – Could I ask them one question? When you're picked that high in a draft, do you feel extra pressure absolutely. to perform because absolutely. you were that high of a Immediately. draft pick? And, 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 and everyone, the media, the fans, even the team, they make sure you understand that that pressure is on you. It is. Let's get to that pressure that Jacksonville is feeling for the second straight year. They took Trevor Lawrence, Jay, number one overall last year. That was a no-brainer yep. pick. That was with completely different head coach and everything else that has gone on with Jacksonville since that pick has been taken. Here they are at number one again. Where do you see them leaning? I think a lot of people would say, mm -hmm. well, if they needed a guy, they need somebody to protect Trevor Lawrence, but that doesn't necessarily dictate where they're going to go. That would be the smart move, right? Because you want to you want to protect. Yeah, when I look at Jacksonville, what they were able to do in the off season, I mean, they, they, they just, spent. Yes, and then they just extended uh, Cam Robinson. They spent a lot of money on Brandon Scherf to go get him from Washington. So, how do you spread your financial commitments? Is it all at one position, or do you potentially get a guy like a? Uh, Trayvon Walker or a Hutchinson to come in and help that pass rush because you could have a great offense, but if you can't play defense, you're going to you're still going to lose the game. You still have to play defense in this league. Walker from Georgia, Hutchinson from Michigan. Those seem Jay to be the two names that are most yeah. frequently uh, associated with the and Jags because you know Walker's a guy that you look at him, and you see his size, speed, and you have that freakish ability. What Lamar Arrington, what he came in with, and they're hoping that they could say, look, the system wasn't designed for him in Georgia, but you know, he played a lot of three technique. He played all sorts of different positions. But still, you don't have – you never have a situation like this where the number one pick, you go, okay, well, we're going to put a project guy in. We're going to put a projection like Walker. Is that, because yeah. that's what he is right now. No, it, and when you watch the tape on him, I mean, he's a he's freakish athlete. I mean, this kid's over 6'5". He's 277 pounds. He ran a 4'5'1". His arms are longer than Stretch Armstrong's. I mean, only 35-inch arm length which is critical for a pass rusher. But if you're taking the number one overall pick, you're hoping that that is, there's no question, this guy's going to come in and be an immediate Pro Bowl-type player. In his situation, because of how Georgia used him, they slid him a lot inside. And the tapes that I watched, five of his sacks all came when he was lined up beating the guard because he's just a better athlete or they were running some kind of twist in game. Rarely did you ever see him come off the edge with his ears pinned back but just because I think he still has got to develop as a pass rusher. But what you're talking about in the draft room right now and what you're talking about with the coaches is a coach is going to say, just give me this freak and I'll make him yeah. a football player and a pass rusher right. off the edge. Defensive players from the University of Georgia 
will be a theme this NFL draft, and it very well could be a theme here in the first round. And, yes, it is Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. The more you do, the better it gets with MGM Rewards. Dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. Subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. LeVar, Rob, Jay. Rick, we are back with you momentarily. The Jacksonville Jaguars ready to finally alert us to who the number one pick will be in this year's NFL draft. We are nine minutes and 42, 41, 40 seconds away from that pick. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yeah. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never see me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Well, the big news from Las Vegas. The pick is in for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 3-14 and 14 last year. Fourth in the AFC South, second straight year that they've had the number one overall pick in the draft, Jay. And again, I, I would like them to go off of the tackle, but we knew they are going to go defensive end with this. Walker's the guy. I think they leaked it out earlier this week to see what the reaction would be, trying to get some, some ground spell from it. And I think Walker's the, is where they end up going here, which then gives, you know, Chris Billman over here and Rick's 100%. brother. Uh, Hutchinson at two. I think they'd love that. That's going to be there tough for an Ohio State guy to pick a Michigan guy. I'll tell you that yeah, right now. It, so the official. pick is in. Here's Jacksonville with number one. With the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker, defensive lineman, Georgia. Just a one-year starter at Georgia. I think, Rick, that would be the one concern that a lot of GMs and head coaches out there would be. But this guy is, is, is a freak and can be all over the place. Yeah, and I think we talked about it earlier. You're betting on the come on this kid. You can't teach his height. You can't teach his length. You can't teach his speed. And you're betting on your coaching staff that they're going to develop this kid to be into a Pro Bowl caliber uh, rusher. And I'll tell you what teams really ended up falling in love with him this week is they ended up getting some practice film. At Georgia. So it wasn't so much what he did in games. They got some practice film, really broke down how he was against you know his own teammates there and what he did in practice, and that's where they really started falling in love with him, saying, man, this guy just is pure athleticism. And what he can do if you feature him. He was never featured there, but what can you do if you feature him? Yeah, that's Georgia on Georgia, not right. Georgia on Vanderbilt. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm interested in, in what they think they're going to do with him with a – continuously ever-evolving National Football League where the the importance of the running back has diminished. This is a three-down defensive end. I, I, I think he's more of a tweener from a defensive tackle to a defensive end. And so when you look at what he brings to the table, do you think he'll be good enough or will he be strong enough to be able to handle the interior duties if they were to move them into the three techniques and maybe even zero techniques, you guys need it? Uh, hey, need hey it? man, this draft is flying, LeVar. The right, Detroit Lions, number two. Straight well, third pick is in. This one seemed like a no-brainer. Yeah, that's going to be a no-brainer. Rick and I talked yeah. about this. If, you know, the, the Lions could sit there and Aiden Hutchinson drop to them, yeah. we thought they were going to wait about .2 seconds right. to go and make the pick. They're going to end up – listen, I think the first, first four picks will be off defensive players. Then you'll have a little run on offensive tackles. But for the Lions to get a guy like Hutchinson – well, it's kind of a perfect fit there. He fits what Dan Campbell wants. He's a guy that's going to bite your kneecaps off when he there plays. Yeah. So, Nasty. Mark Gorn, and the guy he reminded me the most of uh, and who I had experience with was a little bit of a Jared Allen type with the motor, the way he's able to work the edges of blockers, uh, even though he may not be the greatest athlete or a better athlete than Walker is, but this guy knows how to play football. He knows how to rush the passer. And, and by the way, I think three will end up having the first, let's say, surprise. 
if you will. Because going in this last few days, everybody thought the Sauce Gardner was like, oh man, he's automatic. They all love him. I don't think. I think. I think Houston ends up going Stingley instead of Sauce Gardner. So I think you could have your first surprise coming up here after the Lions make their pick. I don't think we'll have a surprise with Aiden Hutchinson here. Um, but I think the, the the three you could have your first surprise. I like Aiden Hutchinson for Detroit. For Detroit, I don't know that I like it for him. But I do like it for them. And, again, <laughs> just having that conversation earlier about Walker, Aiden is a guy that's a tweener, but he's not a tweener to go inside. He's a tweener to be an outside backer, right? You can make him a hybrid 3-4 type of guy, stand up, put him in the, in the curls, put him in the flats. When you watch him on tape, his most of his production as a pass rusher came when he was in a two-point stance. Mm -hmm. And he has that first-step quickness that you're looking for as an edge pass rusher. Michigan kid, you know, obviously Detroit. Right, kind of so makes a, sense, doesn't it? Makes, it? And, and I can tell sense. you this, not that I'm trying to be biased, but Detroit's going to have a good football team. They we played are. against they them. Are. Those, as least amount of talent they had last year, that team went out and played hard they every did. snap, every game, and that's just going to get better uh, the more and more they continue on with this new regime. It shows a little promise. All right, here is the number two pick from the Detroit Lions. With the second pick, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchinson, Edge, Michigan. Houston Texans now on the clock as we continue talking about Aiden Hutchinson, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, consensus All-American, Heisman Trophy runner-up. That is saying something, LeVar. You oh, know that as a defensive is. player. Well, it, it's so biased towards the offensive guys, which I never understand that because clearly defensive players are the most important players on the field, especially defensive ends and linebackers and, and even, you know, interior linemen. They're just the most important guys. Yes, I'm biased to that, but I chose that. I was a tailback in high school chose to play defense in, in college because I felt like you dictate a whole lot more from that side of the ball. But to get that high up, that's certainly saying something. I mean, Adami Kinsu is a name that jumps out at you. Charles Woodson is a name that jumps out at you. I like Aiden Hutchinson, and I like the fact that he, is, he has a throwback quality to him in the way that he plays It's the called game. passion for the game. Love it. I love the way he gets to the ball. He wants to get to the ball. And, and this one thing that they don't do anymore in, in, in football, it's called finish. <laughs> finish the play. And you know what? Aiden Hutchinson, he finishes plays. I think he's going to need to work on his game and add some things too because what he used power-wise in college isn't going to work on this work, level. But, yeah. but what he has is that work ethic. He said, man, he told those coaches, University of Michigan, Hey, the weight room, just break me off every day. Just make sure I can, I come out drenched every single day. He has just that next-level work ethic where he's going to constantly be working at his game. Um, that's why I love him. And, again, you talk about you know, the type of player right. that Dan Campbell's looking for. Dan Campbell's looking for a guy who's going to go out there and try and fight you and make it nasty for you. So you, you don't have to do it pretty. He just wants to make it nasty. And good players become great players when they have the type of work ethic this kid has. And I can tell you right now, there's a lot of Detroit fans celebrating this pick. Well, but, you think about it. Here, here's something to think about, right? You say he's got some things to work on. The one thing that I would say he's going to have to work on is his ability to be able to maintain the edge against the run. How will he do against those guys under the the – the pressure of trying to set an edge. But, again, this is an evolving uh, NFL. 
he is going to have so many opportunities to have one-on-one -on -one opportunities on tackles, and that's where he shines. He shines on getting upfield, using that athleticism, using some of the tools that he's learned. They were showing examples of windshield wipering the hands, chopping the hands off, you know, getting to the shoulders. He's got some good fundamental techniques to him. And again, this is where I said the draft is going to kind of change with a little surprise. And I've said it all week long that they're kind of putting out smoke signals, offensive line, and Stingley, I mean, uh, and, and uh, Thibodeau and Sauce Gardner. But man, the Texans have always liked Stingley. I think, you know, I know they're fielding calls right now for trades, but I think Stingley is the first corner off the board here, and that that's going to surprise a bunch of teams. They did a really good job smoke screening that with everybody. If, in fact, they go Stingley, I just know who they wanted going into this draft, and if they can't work out a trade, I think they go Stingley here. Is that a surprise that they would go Stingley here? Well, not. I'm not surprised that they have because that's what they love the whole time. They just smoke screened it to everybody else. Everybody, everybody was like, there's no way they're going to. And Stingley was always their guy all along. And for a guy like, you know, Lovey Smith, who's a defensive coach, to work with somebody like that, I think they, they saw what Key could do with him. Um, but that was the guy. Look, Stingley, when you go back and you look at his early tape, also you're like, oh, my God, this guy, as a freshman, could have been the number one pick in the draft. He's got to kind of get that love back, and, and he's been injured. That's my point the key. is that's, this, that's the but point, this yeah. is the, the pick that will surprise half the war rooms out there. If they, they go, throw them off if they go there, yeah. I think that's where they go. Yeah. And, and if listen, they, the Texans have needs all over the place, and they're going to be able to fill a couple of those voids, Rick. They are one of eight clubs that have two first-round picks, number three and number 13, but the number three pick is in. We've seen a pair of defensive ends go one and two. Does the defensive theme continue at number three with the Houston Texans. All signs are pointing to yes, which means the New York Jets and then the New York Giants are on the clock. Both New York programs have multiple first round picks as well as we wait for the final word of who the Houston Texans are taking. Jay saying that we might be getting a bit of a defensive curveball in this one. We, we anticipated a heavy defensive presence in the opening picks of this one and we're waiting to see if that confirmation will come through live from yeah right the little delay little we delay. know what it is we got jay glazer that's why us. we have jay here so the number three pick from the houston texans here we it is the reaction wow. here too people are surprised right with the third pick the Houston Texans select Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback, it's legacy. LSU. It's a legacy kid. It's a legacy kid. You know, his, his granddad, you know, rest his soul, he played in the league. Uh, father played, I, I want to say he played uh, arena league ball or whatever. So he's a legacy guy. He understands the game. You know, my biggest thing is it is the injuries. You know, you, you use a pick this high on a guy. You want to know that he's going to be there. He's had some injury issues over the last couple seasons. And, and, and then you ask yourself, you know, is this a guy that you could have gotten a little bit further into the round? You know, was there a better, was there a better decision? But, hey, give, give credit to, to where credit is due. They felt like this is their guy. Take the guy that you want because all in all, this is a team that has to build their team back anyway. They thought he was their guy all along, too. Again, sometimes you put out great smoke screens. I, hey, Rick, you were – uh, I remember when you were, when you were with the Vikings, you guys wanted Adrian Peterson, 
And all of a sudden, all these smoke screens started coming out that Adrian had like a plate in his foot and just, you know, all these different things started coming out. I don't know out. what and you're you, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a plate play. on his collarbone, but that's, that's what I remember, I think. It's very cloudy to me. But you guys threw everybody off, off the trail. Yeah, and, and we were very fortunate to get Adrian there. Jeez. But on Stingley a little bit, just when you look at this kid, if you watch his freshman tape, there is no question this guy can be a shutdown corner. The biggest concern was the injuries and maybe the way he's played over the last couple of years. He had to Liz Frank, but just talking to doctors and just experiencing some of the uh, players that have Liz Frank, that's not a concern, especially at this position, because you're going to talk about that because it's such a skilled position. I don't have any question this kid could be a lockdown, shutdown corner in man coverage and on the outside. What I want to see is what happens when they start bunching the receivers and does he have the awareness when they're doing a lot of bunches and motions. So, Rick, why did his stock fall after that sensational freshman year at LSU? I think if you look at the tape, I just didn't see the same swagger. You saw the same athletic ability. He just didn't make as many plays. Like, this freshman year, I don't think any corner in the, in the, in the nation made as many plays as he made. And it just to play number of plays, whether it was people not throwing at, you know, his way, whether it was the injuries, but he really has a lot of upside to be one of these shutdown corners in the league. So three defensive players taken with the first three picks. The New York Jets are now on the clock. They have about four minutes yeah. left yeah, to make this selection. Again, this is where you got Sauce Carter, you got these offensive linemen. That's who's going to end up going these next couple of picks here. Sauce and a couple of these tackles. Where does this where does this draft, Jay, for you start to get get interesting? Is it is it that Carolina pick at number six? Um, or it oh, was, man, and maybe it's me, changed. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, even that, no, I think I, I think that cooler heads will prevail in there, and they'll end up going tackle two, not quarterback. But I think that's what I think happens. I think then the interesting thing is, do they trade out of that, which, they, which their team's calling two. The Giants at seven, do they trade out? Right, so again, let's say we have you know, sauce here, and then two offensive tackles there, and then the Giants come back at, at that seventh pick. There's going to be a lot of teams that are, that are, I know are already talking to the Giants about moving up to seven. Let's see if they want to or not. Yeah, the one thing uh, real quick to mention is what we talked about potential runs, now that the, one of the top two corners are off the board uh, and the Jets do need a corner, right. that you better take him now because he's not going to last too long because – I think there's a little bit of drop-off after these first two corners. That's interesting because yep. I'm looking at the edge rushers, and I'm thinking to myself, these guys could really use somebody sure can. that can work off the edge. And and Thibodeau and, and Jermaine Johnson are, are the two names that jump out at me. Um, and I'm, I'm curious as to see if they do go with a corner or if they do go with maybe they, this could be a possible uh, change-up where they might touch a receiver. Well, again, you know? I listen, the Jets I know – did not think Houston would go Stingley. They thought Sauce would not be there. Now that Sauce is there, They're I think the Jets will jump oh. all over Sauce. I think you but go Sauce. But they didn't think he'd be available. They really, again, that smoke screen, it, it changes your own draft prep because you're going, oh, man, well, you know, they're going to take Sauce at three, so we're not going to have him available there. Which way do we go? Do we go pass rusher? Once they saw that, it was like, oh, he really is there. And the Jets were the fastest one to make their pick so far, I believe. Uh, um and, yeah, they're going to end up jumping all over Sauce because I don't think they thought he would be here for this selection. Huh. And then you'll see him running offensive tackles. Rick Spielman, the Jets, with picks at 4 and 10. How does that impact their approach to this draft? 
Well, you know, we talked about earlier about them potentially trading for Debo, but I truly don't believe that would happen until after the draft because of, you know, you have to fly the player in. You have to give a physical, and that the trades usually do not happen until that player comes in and passes a physical. you got to let the NFL league office know. you got to let the other team know. So I, I truly think if they're going to go, they have to go corner here because they do need corners. They do need a lot of things, but – Again, with a defensive head coach and, and a corner of Sauce's caliber still there and a lot of people projecting him above Stingley, that, that just makes logical sense that they go uh, a Sauce Gardner well, there, There's here. a lot of hugs in the New York Jets war room right now. Trayvon Walker went number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Michigan uh, alum Aiden Hutchinson immediately snapped up by the Detroit Lions as we figured. Derek Stingley, the very talented quarterback from LSU, went number three then to the Houston Texans. It's been a fast-moving top three picks. The New York Jets, their pick is in, followed by the Giants at five. Carolina sitting there at six. A lot of intrigue around that pick. And then the Giants bounce back, bounce back into the picks at number seven. Atlanta at eight. Seattle at nine. The Jets at ten again. So the New York Jets pick is in. Jay, you figured... We'd see yep. a lot of defense at the top of this draft, and you sense that trend continuing And, as and well. I thought this is exactly how it was going to play out going into the draft when we originally sat down. And sometimes you have that, you know, paralysis by over-analysis. Yes. But I knew once Houston took that, there would be teams like the Jets, oh, my God, he really sauce is really there, and, and jump all over it. And the Giants, again, the Giants, I know they want pass rushers plus um, offensive linemen, so... They, they got their pick for best offensive line available right now. All right, the pick is in. Number four overall to the New York Jets. They took him. Great call there, Glaze. With the fourth pick, the New York Jets select Ahmad Sauce Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. One thing about him, the first thing that jumps out at you about him is he is 6-3. People, that's that's Jalen Ramsey. That's that's uh, uh, what's our kid uh, that played for? He played for the Jets, uh, Cromerty. That's th that when you can find a corner that is as long as as Sauce is, you're getting a guy that he's aggressive. He can play man coverage. He's he's got great movement to him. Good hips. My biggest concern, my biggest question is. Because of all of that aggression and, and that, that ability to really, really dictate to the receiver when he's playing with them downfield, it could lead to a lot of flags coming out. He's going to have to learn how to adjust to that, that five-yard uh, cushion, that five-yard grace period that you're given in the NFL. If he can do that, this should be one of the premier cover guys for a long time to come. Yeah, and one of the things about him is you see him impress a lot. So that gives the defensive coordinator a lot of flexibility on what he wants to do. If you can get a big corner like that that disrupts the route of the receiver because it throws the timing off with the quarterback, that this is why he's going to be a premier shutdown corner in the league. And this is a guy who's just a three-star recruit out of high school, the 163-ranked quarterback in the 2019 recruiting class. Self-made. Number Self -made. 41 from the state of Michigan. So another Detroit guy goes. He was a freshman All-American, a first-team All-American two years ago, and a consensus All-American last year. It is draft night live on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Bellagio here in Las Vegas, MGM Rewards. Earn on what you love. Visit MGM Rewards. 
NewYorkGiants.com for details. New York Giants on the clock. They have under five minutes till they make their pick. Uh, we're going to teach Jay Glazer how to I'll use the mute button and take off his headset as he <laughs> put it down there because he is on the phone right now. And things are starting to get saucy. Obviously, Sauce Gardner just sauce. taken at number four. But did you see the the, sauce. the, the neckwear he had on oh, today? Yeah. He, hey, a, to a sauce medallion he had. I mean, hey. If you got the sauce, if you got it, then let it, let it, let stir it up, <laughs> sprinkle it on, pour it on. This one uh, with the New York Jets coming up, this is going to be interesting because they can go best offensive lineman, yep, in the draft, or they can or go the pass, pass rusher, pass Thibodeau. rusher, yep. But knowing when you're sitting in this GM chair, you have to anticipate what Carolina is going to do, and Carolina needs offensive linemen. So do you go offensive line and take Neal from Alabama here and anticipate that Carolina may take Cross? And I know the Jets, I've read that they do like Cross. Do you go ahead and take the pass rusher and then wait for Cross in seven because you're almost back to back? That's amazing. But also Icky, don't forget him also. I think that's where Carolina's throwing him in. But for for the Giants, I think think Cross is the kind of third on their, their list here. I think we would go Neil and Icky, and then, but also they are looking at a guy like Thibodeau, but they have the next two, the next three picks, right? So you're able to sit there, but again, you're, you're going to get those three players you just mentioned. You're going to you're get, going two, to get of two of the three right. if you stay put. But other teams are calling them up, being pretty aggressive, trying to get up to number seven. Giants at five and number seven. Carolina sandwiched in there. And, of course, the news on the Giants today, they will not exercise that fifth-year option mm-hmm. on their quarterback, Daniel Jones. So they're just kind of yeah. delaying that decision, if well, you will. they're making them prove it now. Right. right? Absolutely. I think with the new head coach also, the coach wants to see if he wants to be tied into him for an extra year or not. So I think it's a smart move for the Giants. Make him show you. You know, a lot of people. But, but they're not going to go quarterback as a result. Correct. Right. Correct. I'm, I'm, yeah, people, and, and people by, are kind of looking at it going, um, you know, hmm, maybe they'll do that. By the way, by the way, real quick here. Okay. Again, I told you the Giants are looking between Thibodeau and offensive line. Okay. They also may sit there and go, um, man, we know Carolina wants the other offensive lineman. We may be able to get Thibodeau here and then go get, you know, Mark, you know Neil in, in, seven, in, in pick number seven. I think they end up coming away with Thibodeau and one of the tackles in five and seven. But they end up make, they, they I think they're going to flip-flop it here. Yeah, what, what I, I, think, I think they're going to end up going pass rusher first. Because after Thibodeau, there's a little bit of a drop-off in the next pass rusher. But if you have those three offensive linemen still sitting there, you know you're going to get one of those guys if you really like all three of those offensive linemen. And if you're talking Kayvon Thibodeau, this is a guy that the discussion about him coming into his year at Oregon was he's number one overall. Well, let me me tell you what else happened. Last week, they had Michael Strahan come in and meet with both Hutchinson and Thibodeau. And at the time, Michael's like, he sat down at dinner with both of them, and he's like, hey, either one of you get either one of these guys, I'll help out also. I'll chime in here. I'll help, you know, tutor these guys. So they started looking, and I know Wink Martindale loved, just loved what Thibodeau could do, loved what Sauce could do. I think early on they were hoping maybe Sauce could drop down to them. But, again, when you look at it and go, okay, we got these couple offensive linemen, and they're all lumped together, right? Somebody could still jump up. They know that Carolina was in trade talks with other teams. Well, man, somebody's, if they're going to trade up with Carolina, it's going to be to take Thibodeau, not to take one of the offensive linemen. So, yeah, I'm going to go switch it up here and go Thibodeau for the Giants here and then offensive tackle their next bit if, they're, if they don't trade it. What happens if they don't take Malik Willis at six to Carolina? That's not going to happen. They're not going to go quarterback. I've said 15 picks before a quarterback goes. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> I love that pick, by the way.
it'll be interesting if there is that rush on quarterback. So Indeed. the New York Giants, the pick is in, and here is who they are going. Well, oh, we have a special picker for the New York Giants. A little bit of a, a pause right now. Already seen two edge, two edge rushers have been taken already. Trayvon Walker, first overall to Jacksonville, the Georgia product, and then number two to Detroit went the Michigan stud, Aiden Hutchinson. Might we see our third edge rusher right now, Kayvon Thibodeau, super talented young man who played at Oregon, and uh, he's really impressed a lot of people in the PR scene the last couple oh of days my God, as well. You, you listen to no, some of his PR interviews. It, he sounds like he's going to be uh, taking Jay Glazer's job on Fox. Sounds Nobody's like he's trying it. out for it. <laughs> Nobody's taking Jay's job. Sounds like he's auditioning for it. <laughs> but does he want to do that, or does he want to be a pass rusher in the league? No, it, exactly right. You have to look and go, does he want to be famous or great? Right? And you want to make sure he wants to be great first. The fame will come with it after. Uh, and in the city like New York right. as well, things can get tricky. So the Giants... Here is their pick at number five overall. With the fifth pick, the New York Giants select Kayvon Thibodeau, Edge, Oregon. Five-star recruit out of high school. Immensely talented young man. Three-year starter at Oregon. Played in part of that 3-4 base Seen. Uh, the highest ranked recruit in Oregon history helped lead them to three consecutive Pac-12 championship games. Uh, is this a good move on your viewpoint for the Giants, if, Rick? If you look at what he can, what his physical traits are and how good of a player he can be, it's just does he hold himself back. And I watched a lot of junior tape on him. I actually went out. He injured his ankle, I think, versus Fresno State in the opener. I went to Ohio State the next week. He did not play in the Ohio State game. But the question is, unlike a Hutchinson who may be, I don't want to say less talented, maybe less athletic, but Hutchinson's going to give you everything he has in the tank. The question is, will this kid do the same? Because if he does that, he could be a premier pass rusher in this league. If he stays motivated, because I start to think, when I watch him, I think of, of the kid that came out of Southern, uh, USC, out of, out of Southern uh, South Carolina. Uh, Jadavian Clowney? And he reminds me of Jadavian Clowney. Freakish athlete, has so much gift and, and ability. He's a smart, intelligent young man. And I just, I just hope if he stays motivated, if, if he can some way, somehow – find a chip like a Chris Spillman, right? If he can if he can approach the game with a chip on his shoulder, this kid can be a, a franchise-changing talent for the New York Giants. But do you think that can be developed, or do you think you just have it in you? I, I think you got to have it in you, and, and I just hope, because I haven't seen that he's a malcontent, so I would not want to make a strong you know, declaration that he's not motivated enough, but I just get that kind of eat, eat that football for a little bit. Right. I, there's other things yes. out there, and I get that, but eat that, like, like consume right. yourself being with the game for now. Being famous ain't the same as being great. Uh, indeed. Right? And that's what happens too often these guys coming in here, and that's where having a guy, look, having a guy like Strand who's right there who could teach him, this is what he told him when he sat there with him. He said, listen, 
every single week of my life. You guys see me now, who I've turned into, but every week of my, my career, it was like, how can I get better this week? It's all I care. He said, I wasn't friends with the media. I wasn't a media darling. That came after, but it came as a result of me being great. All right, so that's what his message was to them. And for a guy like Thibodeau, if, if I'm Thibodeau, I lean on him. I become his best friend. Wait, I'm his best friend. But I, I do whatever I can <laughs> yeah, to, make sure, to make sure that he acts with Stray as much as I did back in the day, no doubt. Top so. five picks in the books. They've all been defensive players. Trayvon Walker and from Georgia to And Panthers will not go quarterback here, LeBron. I'm sorry. They're no going to stick with offensive linemen. They're going to end up taking Icky, I'm telling you. Lions, Aiden Hutchinson, nice. Texans, Derek Stingley Jr., Jet Sauce Gardner, <laughs> Jay Glazer. I'm going to show you Jay where that Glazer new button is during the bam, commercial. Bam. Kayvon Thibodeau, number five to the Giants on the clock right now, the Carolina Panthers. We will have that pick for you when our live coverage of Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio returns live from the Bellagio in Vegas. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. 
Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the chill collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too, with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Well, we welcome you to Draft Night Live here on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio here in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards, dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. Subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. Top five picks all went defense. Carolina at number six. Here's where they went. With a sixth pick. The Carolina Panthers select Ikem Ekwonu, offensive line, North Carolina State. 310 pounds of Charlotte, North Carolina loving. Right, so he goes down from Raleigh to Charlotte. Freshman All-American, third-team All-ACC as a sophomore, and as a junior, a first-team All-ACC, and a first-team All-American. And let me tell you what happened here in Carolina. Carolina all along, front office, they wanted offensive tackle. And this was the guy they wanted the entire time. But then they started talking about a quarterback. I think Matt Rule knows he has to come out of this draft with a quarterback because Matt's trying to make sure he, he turns his, his fortunes around there also. I think David Tepper looks at it going, man, we would love to have a rookie quarterback also get somebody here over a Baker Mayfield, somebody along those lines. But they want to come out of this draft with a quarterback as well. This was the turning point again. The fact that they didn't go quarterback here, and I didn't think they were going to, really kind of says, oh, man, there's going to be a slide on these quarterbacks now. They give themselves a little bit. Coach Coach Rule gives himself more runway by making this pick. You're saying to your No, no, your no, the other base, way. If he gets a quarterback, he gets more runway. See to, see, to me, I say he doesn't because you're saying I am building this team for a quarterback, whether Sam Darnold can do it or we got to find somebody yeah, else Sam's to do it. Exa- exactly. Yeah. So to me, I think if you take a quarterback, right. you're putting yourself more on the hot seat, less runway. If you go get no, a guy it's not like how this, they look at in there. Look at him. Yeah. He well, looks at it. if he gets a quarterback, I, I he gets further to you. I definitely defer to you on it. 
Six picks are in. The New York Giants, Giants coming up next with number seven when we're back. Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the floor of the Bellagio here in Vegas. The more you do, the better it gets with MGM Rewards. Dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. Subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. Let's get back to the draft. The New York Giants, two picks in the first round. At number five, they went with the Oregon defensive end, Kayvon Thibodeau. Here's what the Giants did at number seven. With the seventh pick, the New York Giants select Evan Neal, offensive lineman, Alabama. So back-to-back -back offensive tackles taken now. The Panthers going the Wolfpack route, and now Evan Neal from Alabama going right. to the Giants. And we told you that in number three or four that the Giants would come away with Neal and Thibodeau. I think they flip-flop the order they wanted because teams were going to try and jump up at six or talk to number six about Thibodeau trying to get up there because that the elite pass rush um, possibility there. So they ended up flip-flopping the order they went in. But, Rick, you and I talked about Neil before. He was a guy who played four years, Alabama, pro-ready, 350 pounds. Why was he, like, usually you have a guy like this, he'd be the number one prospect on everybody's board. Well, I think everybody was looking at the pass rushers in the defense because of the way offenses are in the NFL right now. They're trying to take the top defensive player, but this kid is very talented. He's 6'7". He's got extremely long arms. Ooh. He's extremely talented. He can play on the right side, and Andrew Thomas will be on the left side. They got two bookends right now, so Daniel Jones, uh, they figure in getting the protection that he needs. And by the way, also, we're talking about this, the Atlanta Falcons. I knew going in this draft, they had Thibodeau. They had two wide receivers, and Jamison Williams and Drake London. Um, they had um, the, the safety um, from Notre Dame. Notre Dame, but in the end Hamilton. they looked at like they looked at like man, the wide receiver from USC. You put him with Kyle Pitts, they can make him really, really physical. Thibodeau was off the board, so I know they were going to zero in then on the USC wide receiver. The Falcons seven and ten last year, third in the NFC South. New QB in Atlanta. Will he be throwing to a new wide out? The Falcons at number eight in the first round. With the eighth pick. The Atlanta Falcons select Drake London, wide receiver, USC. 6-4-2-19. Had an injury at the tail end of his season, but he is the first wide receiver drafted. Rick, in a, in a draft that is pretty deep, at least with high-end wide receiver talent. Yeah, you're going to pick your flavor, and this kid is an exceptional athlete. He goes up and gets the ball. I think he led all FBS receivers in contested catches. Now, the biggest concern I had with him is that I don't think he's a great speed guy, and he's going to be in a lot of contested situations at the NFL, but when you watch the tape on him, his catching radius and how he yep. extends to go up and get the ball yep. is pretty unique. And for a big guy, he may not be a 4-4, four, 4-3 four, four, guy, but he is a smooth athlete with the ball in his hands after he catches the ball. And he didn't run a 40, right? So he no, he never ran a 40. Couldn't run it at the pro day and didn't run it at the combine. So there was right. some question with that. And, and, and again, they, they looked at it, and the Seattle Seahawks were next. They were talking, you know, offensive tackle, Thibodeau also, guys like that. And you have one offensive tackle left in that top three, and that would be Cross, right, who's a great pass protector, probably the best pass protector of this group. And that's when things – I think going into – 
you kind of predict a lot of this stuff after Seattle. It gets uh, it gets a little gets murky. There. Yeah, it gets a little bit murky there. You're now creating a very, very formidable outside passing game in Atlanta. Kyle Pitts was amazing this season. His catch radius is nice. His ability to run and get through and in and out of zones and coverages is very, very nice. Adding, adding this young man with his catch radius, whew, excuse me, um, you're, you're, I, I'm, fighting, I'm fighting some scientists here. I was trying to get through it. Uh, so, and, and speaking of get through it, can, can London get through these zones? Can London get through these, these coverages that are going to be thrown his way? I, I like what he's been able to do. They, they were making comparisons to him, to Vincent Jackson. When you look at guys with his type of size, it's going to come down to his ability to understand the skill aspects of being able to use your size, being able to use the dimensions of the field. What are the coverages that they're trying to do? Is it single high? Is it double high safeties? Like, what are they trying to do coverage-wise that will dictate a lot of those things that you can catch those balls higher in those curl hook zones with guys with those catch radiuses? No question and he's going to go up and get the ball the biggest question I have when you have a big receiver like this the one thing he's going to have to learn at the NFL level is getting off press and does he get his pads low enough is he quick enough does he have some kind of swim move or a way to use his length to get off press because if he can't get off press everything you just mentioned is not going to matter because he's that's not right. going to be in the route yeah that's right and and, I, and listen I, I I'm interested to see where Garrett Wilson goes. He was the highest on my receivers board. But, again, you, you, you mentioned this. Choose, pick your poison. Do you want size? Do you want skill? Do you want speed? Garrett Wilson, six foot, not as big physically, not the most physically opposing guy, but his skill level is amazing, and his route running ability is as well. And it's interesting to see that they went with more. They're going to get off the bus looking more like an NBA basketball team than they are going to look like a football team. And, and you got to assume that if, if, if Mariota is their guy at the quarterback's position, indeed their guy, they are at least giving him targets that he'll be able to see in the zones and those windows of opportunity down the field. Top five picks, all defensive players, and three straight offensive talents. So the Seattle Seahawks at number nine, yeah. their pick is in. They clearly, Jay, have a need at quarterback. I'm not sure yeah, this is they, where they, they address it. Offensive yeah. line, quarterback, other places. Offensive line, and they always love Charles Cross going to this because here's a guy who was in that air raid offense who had I mean, 90% of what he did in college was pass protection. So they love them going in. At this time, though, Seattle, they actually didn't think he was going to be there. They thought Cross and the other two offensive linemen would be off the board there as well. So I think the fact that they're still sitting tight here and an offensive tackle could drop to them. Now, as far as quarterback, yeah, they weren't going to tie themselves to a quarterback this early on like Pickett or Malik Willis. They just didn't love anybody that high up. They do like guys later on in the draft. They got an awful lot of draft picks coming in, but not this high, though. Seahawks at number nine. They are followed by the Jets' second first-round pick at number four. The Jets took Ahmad Gardner out of Cincinnati. Then Washington, followed by Minnesota. Houston again. The Ravens, Philly, New Orleans. They get interesting because the Saints with picks at 16 and 19. The Chargers at 17 and the Eagles at 18. Yeah, and the one thing, if they do go cross here, there is a little bit of a drop-off because this is the last, last potential premier left tackle on the yep. board. And some have even thought right. that he was the best 
pass protector out of all the tackles in this draft. The biggest question was on him was, can he run block? But we know for sure with his length and his athleticism, he can definitely pass block. And he just started lifting, right? So now he's a guy who's really going to start you know, working on that body. How do you just start lifting to, right now? Uh, on this kind of level, because when, you, when you're done, <laughs> right? you I'm got talking to a Spielman right now. A Spielman is rolling. Somewhere your brother is yeah. like, what do you mean you're just you lifting just, right you got now? you 24 hours a day now. You played at Mississippi State. You're in the SEC. You should be lifting twice a day, three times on Sundays. Uh, Charles huh. Cross could be that pick, the Mississippi State product. Again, we've had a run on offensive talent right now. The Seahawks, the pick is in. We're waiting to get word on that. They're at number nine. The Jets are coming up next at number 10, followed by Washington, Minnesota, and then the Houston Texans. So let's see who the Seattle Seahawks take with the ninth overall pick. With the ninth pick, the Seattle Seahawks select Charles Cross. Offensive line, Mississippi State. 307 pounds, redshirted his first year in Starkville 2020, was a freshman All-SEC performer, just missed one game playing left tackle, played left tackle as well last year where he was not only first-team All-SEC, but first-team All-American as well. He's got a good punch. You, you need guys, I know that, that we just talked about the question of can he run block, I'll tell you what he can do. He can pass block. He's got long arms. He's got good length to him. When you're talking about having a guy on that left side of the ball and how important that is, and then some will, you know, debate if it's, if it's still the most important part of an offensive front, I would debate back and say it is still the most important position on the offensive line is that left tackle's position. And you want that guy more than anything else to be able to pass block. And remember, and Cross he, can do that. He played in a pass happy offense yes, he did. in Mississippi State. Yes, he did. So he had a lot of opportunities. But to there's do that. been some criticism of offensive tackles coming out of that system and how much success they have had in the NFL. This guy, I, I'll say this I can't speak to the, the legacy of what they do at the position, but Charles Cross seems to be a guy that has the tools to be able to develop into what a fine pass-blocking uh, offensive lineman should, should be and should look like. So, he lit the combine up also. So we've had two defensive ends go in the top four. We had cornerbacks go three and four. Now we've had three offensive tackles go in the last four picks. So we're at that number 10 pick right now, Jay. The New York Jets getting their second pick. They went with Sauce Gardner at number four. I get the sense that we might be at that that junction in this draft right now where maybe teams might start thinking about moving up and moving down as as the talent makes that slight well, adjustment. But here's the thing, and Rick alluded to it earlier, because outside the top 10, everybody kind of has people lumped together from like 10 to 45. A lot of them say, we don't have to move. We have like the majority of head coaches and GMs I talked to who are in the teens or 20s said, we got like six guys we're good with. So they don't feel that they need to have that need to go up there. I think you'll see a run of receivers right now. There's a couple still great you know, defensive prospect, prospects out there like Kyle Hamilton and Jordan Davis, the big defensive tackle from Georgia. So you're going to see, you know, again, I think a run on receivers. Only one receiver taken so far. Yeah, Drake and you'll London. start seeing them coming off. But, again, the most talented guy is coming off an ACL. Yeah. Jamison Williams. Had he not had yes. that, he would have yeah. been. He already would have been gone. Yes. And, and the one thing to notice with the Jets on the clock here, because right behind them 
the Washington Commanders also need a receiver. So yep. the New York Jets have yeah. an opportunity to take the best receiver uh, yeah. left on their board. And I predicted earlier today that they'd go Garrett Wilson because that's the guy who's really been kind of number one on everybody's board. Had Jamal, uh, had, had Jameis Williams not been hurt, Garrett Wilson was the guy and that I know they really liked. They had high up on their draft board. I think they end up going receiver here and start a run here. I do think, again, this is why I thought they had going in. I think they stick with that. And I believe we just had a trade come down. Okay. Jets and the Seahawks making some noise right now as we try to get the particulars of that one. I'm sorry, that was no, going no, back. No, to that, was all, that was Jamal Adams. Yeah, trade. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. How, how dare they try to throw a curveball at me <laughs> on this one here? So the Jets sitting still there at number 10. The pick is in, and we mentioned they went with Ahmad Gardner, the cornerback out of Cincinnati at number four. They sit at 10, followed by Washington at 11, Minnesota at 12. Houston with their second first-round pick at number 13. Baltimore, Philly, New Orleans, Chargers, and Philly again at 18. I think Kyle Hamilton has to become a player at some point at this juncture yeah. in the draft. I like Hamilton. I like his look. I like the way he plays. I like his range. At this point, uh, you look at some of these other guys, uh, the, the, the linemen out of northern uh, northern Iowa, Trevor Penning. Pennington. Yes, Penning, Penning. He is one of those guys. He is next-tier lineman, but he's someone that is he going to sneak in there over some of these other guys that are out there that, that are being discussed. Are you surprised Hamilton's still sitting around here at 10? I'm not. I'm not surprised. I think this has been a solid. I think these have been solid picks so far. I, I, you know, I, I haven't been totally thrown off or shocked by the picks that have taken place. And I think with the Jets, and we're going to see their pick come in, they better get some weapons for their uh, quarterback. Indeed. So the New Indeed. York Jets, yeah, well, their selection is in right now. And I, you figured that was going to be, it was going to be a yep, receiver. At number 10, here is who the New York Jets just took. With the 10th pick, the New York Jets select Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. So the second wide receiver taken, Drake London from USC, and now the Buckeye, Garrett Wilson. I don't think Garrett Wilson will be the only wideout from Ohio State taken in the first round. It is draft night live on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio here in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards, dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com for details subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. Perhaps we have just witnessed the beginning of our run on wide receivers right now. The Buckeye Garrett Wilson going number two to the New York Jets, the second wide receiver taken in the last three picks. Former Trojan Drake London going number eight overall to Atlanta. Coming up next, it's Washington, Minnesota, the Houston Texans, Baltimore, and then Philadelphia here at the 2022 NFL Draft. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. 
Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my dance, <laughs> Ten picks in, and perhaps we've seen our run on wide receivers begin. Drake London at number eight overall to USC. Two picks later at number ten, Garrett Wilson, the Buckeye, just went to the Jets. And we just had our first trade of the evening. The New Orleans Saints moving up a couple spots to number 11 with Washington. Washington takes their first first-round pick, number 16 overall, then also the 98th and 120th pick. So New Orleans able to move up from 16 to 11. And 
We've been talking about their need to try and find some targets right. down there in the Big Easy. It's exactly what you told you, too. I said there's going to be a run here in wide receivers, and once one of them went, right, then the second went, and then all of a sudden, okay. And I knew the Saints loved some of these receivers going in. I knew they loved Garrett Wilson. Jamison Williams, they're looking at him, going, okay, we need somebody who's going to help us right now. Chris Olave was really high up on their board also. So I knew that they wanted either a guy like Jordan Davis, one of the receivers, and if there was a run of receivers, they told me they were going to go up and go get one. And that's what I believe they're going to go do right here, and I think they're going to go after Olave. Well, again, the Michael Thomas situation, you know, nobody knows how that's going to play out. You do need to give, if you're going to give Jameis Winston one more chance at it, you do need to give him a couple more, at least one more weapon that could be formidable right out of the gate this season. And by the way, your brother's about to trade up with the Minnesota Vikings also to try and get in there. <laughs> the Lions are trying to work a trade right now to move in with the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. And I was just looking at, once this trade's announced, what the point value is. And right now, I think it was a third and a fourth round uh, pick for uh, New Orleans to move up. And they gave Redskins, and Redskins dropped down to, back down to 16. We're going to see which back, is about back a, trades here. Yeah, gonna, and even The Lions trade. are going to end up moving up here with the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions are going to pull a trade up here to get up there with the Vikings. Go text your brother. <laughs> back to your point, Rick. How about though? this, though? Yeah. I'm not a scoop guy. There's I, no I way believe, I can compete I with you. I can't believe that he's doing business with the Minnesota Vikings. You're sitting right here. The other Spielman's calling up there. You know why? Because you're not there. He knows he could fleece them. Ah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, they're trying to trade up right now with Minnesota. Rick, right can, after the Saints have traded up and again. Rick, I, I just want to go back to that, that New Orleans-Washington trade. Uh, does that look even according to the numbers that you come up with? Yeah, New Orleans was, let's say, minus 23 points, was about equivalent, equivalent to a late seventh-round pick. So to give up something like that, to go up and get the receiver, if they are going to get the receiver that they want, uh, that's a great trade for both sides. We had a receiver at number eight. We had a receiver at number 10. Well, we have a receiver at number 11 100. going to New Orleans. Certainly. There it is. Like I said, they told me they wanted to go up and get one if there was a run. With the 11th pick, the New Orleans Saints select Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Back-to-back -back Buckeyes go in this NFL draft, tied for sixth in FBS last season with 13 receiving touchdowns, but he became Ohio State's all-time leader in that category. Put that in perspective. David Boston, Chris Carter, Santonio Holmes. Terry it's Glenn, Chris Olave. Galloway. And, and real quick here. Galloway. I'm sorry to jump guys. in here again, guys. But again, we're going to have breaking news here because the Vikings, they're going to trade the pick to the Lions. The Lions also are going to come up and try and get a receiver as well. So we have the Saints. They just moved up for a receiver. The Lions are going to trade up with the Vikings. They're going to target a receiver as well. And I think it's going to end up being Williams, who they go after. So we said there was going to be this run, and yep. there's been a flurry of trade activity right now. The Vikings are still up there. Is on the clock. The Lions are trading up. They're going to go after Jamison Williams. Because after Jamison Williams goes, after Alave goes, after Wilson went, after London went, then you see that drop, drop off, off again. Well, and so everybody's going to get aggressive to come up and get these playmakers. And you're seeing the way these pro bowlers are getting traded, how important a receiver is uh, on your football team right now. Alave is my favorite receiver in the draft. How come? It, you know, I think he's a dynamic playmaker. He makes plays in, in very, very critical times during the course of a game. Outside of Jamison, I looked at Alave this year, and I was just very impressed 
time and time again, week in and week out, game after game, if Ohio State needed a big play, Alave was generally the guy that was doing it. And I, I'm, I was super impressed with him. And coming into the draft, I was, I was saying he's going to be a steal for somebody. And now I think it's the New Orleans Saints. Just one real quick point on him. The only negative, because he's a great route runner and can catch the ball, he makes plays, is that he lacks vertical jump. He's a 32-inch mm. vertical jump guy. So the question and he's comes, undersized. And the question comes in, when he gets in contested situations, like we just talked about London, how he can go up and get the ball. Yep. I don't know if Alave can do that same thing, but he's so quick at getting open. But rarely did I ever see him have to go up and go over top of DB to go make a catch. I just think he fits that mold of the Terry Glens and, and the Joey Galloways. Not as fast as a Joey Galloway, but he is a smooth route runner, has dynamic ability, and, and honestly, he may be one of those guys, his route running may be good enough where he can find those openings yeah. out there on the he, field. He's going to be an excellent yeah. receiver. It's just in that critical part, in that situational part of the game, can he go up and go over top of DB to get the ball? Again, we said we had a run here on receivers, and the Lions are going to go up. They're going to get Jamison Williams here. I know they loved him going in. I know they, you know, earlier when I talked to people in their, inside their team, they said, man, we're sitting down at 32. You think one of those guys can drop to us? I said, no shot. Not the guys you're looking at. Huh. No shot. So they decided to go up here. They're going to go after, again, a receiver who they were hoping would drop all the way down to 32. But we, we said, once it started, guys, there was going to be that quick run of receivers after this, after because Jamison Williams, had he not been hurt, you got a top five pick there, right? So great move there by by the the, the lion the Spielman Lions. <laughs> the Spielman Lions. <laughs> right? You give credit and, and Dan, a lot of credit to Brad Holmes, Brad Holmes and, and to and Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell, no doubt. Right, but then after this too, there's a drop off a receiver there, correct? As well, right? So then, you know, what's the next run? These defensive players, these interior defensive linemen. Um, these linebackers, I think right up the, the middle you have like Kyle Hamilton and the, uh, Jordan Davis and the linebacker from Utah. But again, we kind of predicted all these runs that would happen. Now there's kind of a free-for-all and still no quarterbacks taken. You know, don't forget about Jermaine Johnson, the second out of Florida right. State as well. He's definitely going to be a steal at this point wherever it is he goes. And I'll tell you, when we get to him, when he does get picked, Jermaine Johnson grew up with my kids and sat in my living room the whole time he was in high school, and I'll uh, talk about him. But right. if they go Jamison Williams yes. here, he, to me, was the most explosive playmaker in this draft I agree. with the ball in his hands. And I if agree. you just look at the one play against Georgia where he caught that crossing route, and Georgia has an NFL-caliber defense, and there's no one on Georgia's team on the defensive side that even came close yeah. to catching him in space. So this is a great, I think, playmaking receiver. So this would be back-to-back -back trades. The Lions are going to get the 12th overall pick and a second-round pick, number 46 overall. The Vikings get number 32, number 34. 34, and number 66 overall in this draft. So the Lions able to move up to number 12. We've been talking about this run on positions. We saw a run on defensive end. We saw a run at cornerback. We saw a quick run on offensive tackles. Now we are in the heat of a run on wide receivers. Three of the last four picks have been wide outs, and all indications are. And there's going to be another trade coming Look up. At you. Also, as Philadelphia, who want the receivers, they're now talking to Houston about moving up to 13, see if they can get that done. Philly has moved up to 13. There I see them already yep. on the list. Philly is I, at I can't 13. keep up with the math. 
Don't worry about it. That, I was told there would be no math involved. I'll, I'll handle this. I'll also handle Jay Glazer's mute button. The Detroit Lions and at number two Philly's overall. Philly's going for D-tackle, though. They took Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. Here's who the Lions take at number 12. With the 12th pick, the Detroit Lions select Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. So three straight wide receivers, Garrett Wilson to the Jets, Chris Olave to the Saints who moved up, Jamison Williams, the Alabama wide receiver to the Lions who also moved up. Very productive draft so far in Detroit. I think Motor City right. has to be awfully happy. And now you'll have three straight trades also because the Philadelphia Correct. Eagles are trading off the Houston Texans. And listen, I knew what Philly wanted going in it. They want a receiver, and they're like, if we can't get it, we want to make sure we come away with Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis is still there. All the receivers that they wanted just got taken off the board. All these teams trading up for receivers. It got Philadelphia, who was calling around earlier today to pull the trigger and just move up and make sure nobody took the big guy because Houston was also looking at a guy like Jordan Davis. And it's a minor move up. It's from 15 to yes. 13 for Philadelphia. On the flip side, Rick. There's a drop-off for them after those guys. Absolutely. So the Houston Texans, and, th and this falls into your wheelhouse, they acquire the 15th overall pick and then number 124, 162, 166. I know you used to like to kind of try to acquire some of these picks in the quote-unquote later rounds, if you will. How does this trade size up in your eyes? Well, I just want to go back to the Lions-Vikings trade, and I think Rob Brzezinski does a great job because he's always been the trade master in Minnesota. Lions got a great playmaking receiver, but that cost them almost equivalent to a third or top of the fourth round pick, bottom of the third. So basically, the 23-point difference between New Orleans and Washington, this one is a 340-point oh. difference. So, you know, with the Vikings getting 32, 34, starter, and yeah. 66, that's going to help them. That gives them more flexibility to move up if they do want to go get a guy. And I give a lot of credit to Rob Brzezinski because he handles all the trades in Minnesota. Let's go back to that Jamison Williams pick real quick by the Lions. Remember, ACL injury ended his year last season, but, you know, his freshman year, just six receptions, 112 yards. Sophomore year, nine receptions, 154 yards. Last year, 79 receptions for over 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. That just tells you what Ryan Day does and the type of talent they have at Ohio State before yeah. he transferred down to Alabama. Absolutely. No doubt about it. But again, this guy is a speedster. If he didn't go down that national championship game, you're looking at the top five talent. You're looking at a guy that, you know, when, when the Lions were going into this, like, how could we possibly get someone to drop to us? They knew that wasn't happening. So they got aggressive there. The Philadelphia Eagles, again, they're getting aggressive to make sure the last guy they had high up there, which is Jordan Davis, isn't off the board also. That's who the Philadelphia Eagles are going to end up targeting for their pick. Eagles up next at number 13. Followed, Can I be a downer? Followed by now by Baltimore and then the Texans, uh, rather, yes, the Texans at 15. Uh, I got to be, be a downer. downer. Be a downer I, I got, for us. I got to be the downer All in right, this Lamar. one because I have to point out the obvious. That ACL was in the national championship game. Right. And, and I know that people can come back from those ACL injuries. I'm not looking at it, can he come back? I'm looking at it, when, when can he come back? Right. All right, so it, you're, you've taken him to make him a an addition and a weapon to your team. 
how soon will will that take place? That's why it's good for Detroit because they know they got a long rebuilding process, right? It's not like you have to plug and play him right now, hoping he gets you over the top. That's why I think it's the perfect destination for him where they can sit on him and don't have to speed up his rehabilitation, could let him really heal the way he needs to. And the, the reason is also is that ACLs are a lot different. And They're players different. come back a lot stronger. And yes. Maybe the greatest ACL recovery I was ever yes. associated was with Adrian was Adrian Peterson, who came back and had his best year ever uh, coming off an ACL. That is an anomaly, though. We yes. do know that, though. Yes, it was. We yes. Just, I, I just, again, I just have to play the other side of it. Jamison was the best receiver in this year's class. Hands down. Like I said, I like the Alave. He was my favorite. But Jamison was the best receiver. But to get it when he did, I like your reasoning, Jay, because at the end of the day, you got to look at this and you got to say to yourself, if you're using a first-round pick, you're, you're not using a second-round pick. You're you using a first-round pick. Yeah. Generally speaking, you're saying immediately, This you asked earlier, is there pressure coming in as a, a top draft pick? Well, how much pressure gets put on you if you're a guy coming in, you got drafted in the first round, and you're still recovering from an injury? How, how would you guys describe Jared Goff's status as quarterback long-term <laughs> for Detroit? <laughs> Why is everybody laughing? The comedy club's down the road. Uh, no, it was no, right no, we here. we weren't laughing at that. We were laughing right at Rick, Rick and I just had this funny reaction to each other. Look, Jared Goff, you can win Jared Goff, right? You can definitely win him. Do I think they go in and they get another quarterback for the future during this draft? Yeah, I think they absolutely do that. But obviously, you're not going to do it here in the first round. Still no quarterbacks taken. Still none Doesn't taken. surprise you, LeVar. I said 15. I made the bold bold choice or bold prediction. There would not be a quarterback taken before 15. Well, you don't think it's going to be the Eagles at 13. You don't no, think it's it going to be the Ravens at 14. It will not. The Texans at 15. That's that's an interesting, intriguing pick, but I do not think that they will use it hey, on a quarterback. And they've been just, really talking up Mills a lot this offseason. They have. They have. And they, they do really love have. Smoke screen. Yeah. Actually, I just had dinner with Lovey Smith three weeks ago. Name talking Robert. about him. Yeah, talking about him specifically. He's like, Jay, we love this kid. Yeah, like, un- we really unimpressive, think, but We really think he can turn into something big. Smart yeah. kid as well. Hey, by the way, you're, that, that Adrian Peterson rehabilitation, I don't know if you remember this, but I come out there to camp, and Adrian is doing stuff that, like LeVar, you just said, like human beings should not be able they to do. They shouldn't be able to do. And he says to me, Jay, you're tight with Rick. Tell him I'm ready to go. Tell him. Can you tell him to let me play? Do my, I said, I don't know. I'll see what I can do. And I went upstairs, and I said to you, Rick, hey, man, Adrian looks great, and he wants me to tell you he's good to go. And, and I said, you know, it, like, I, I'm just delivering a message. And Rick said to me, yeah, he, he looks it, but we've just never seen anybody come back this fast. Before. It was so quick. And what we talked about. Guys that have passion and love to play the game. That's what there it's gotta is be. no one yes. that I've ever been around, and I'll be biased besides my brother, that truly loved yeah. to play the game of football. I'll second that. Philadelphia Chris Philman's a man. Philadelphia a Eagles man. on the clock at number thirteen. That's a ten man. Followed by the Baltimore Ravens have hair. at fourteen. I got the hair. That's and the LB. Texans <laughs> at fifty. I am texting your brother right now. I actually yeah. going to FaceTime that that guy and get it. <laughs> Get the lowdown from Detroit with him because Detroit has had a great draft so far. Yep. They just took Jamison Williams, moved up to get him the wide receiver from Alabama at number 12. And, of course, at number two, they were able to get the stud defensive end from Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson. It is draft night live here on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards, dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com 
for details. Subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. Philadelphia Eagles, they just moved up two spots to number 13 from that 15 spot. So the Texans waiting at 15. You make a move like that, Rick, it's an indication that you know precisely the human being that you want with your program. A big human being. And I, I may take a guess here, and I don't know this. Uh, I know, Jay, you're the soothsayer, as they say, at this table here on the predictor. Uh, but I may think that what LeVar has said earlier, that they still have a very good football player on that board in Kyle Hamilton. I, well, you're saying not to the Eagles, to the Ravens. Yes. Not to the Eagles. Oh, yes. yes. If yes. he goes to the Ravens. Yeah. Whoa. Ravens have had him and Jordan Davis high up. Whoa. But Jordan Davis, again, the Eagles are going to end up, they trade up for Jordan Davis. He's off. He's going to be off and, the board. The, so you go after, yes, Kyle Hamilton. Because one of the biggest weaknesses, and we played the Ravens last year, we lost in overtime out there, was their safeties. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully they get their corners healthy again, but their safeties were one of the biggest gaps of lack of talent, I think, for Ravens football and for the Ravens defense and, and how well for. they play. Yeah. But every time we talked about and you, or you were in the room, Joel Clyde was in the room yesterday, and um, you guys both have great hair. And I was talking to John Harbaugh. Not better than about yours. Kyle yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> Little, about Kyle Hamilton. About Kyle. Everybody says hair, the same though. thing. He does have great hair. Everybody says the same thing. It's like, man, this guy is freakish, but when is a six foot four safety worked out? Right. And well, Sean Taylor was, was working out. Pretty guys know him yeah. well, you know. And I got a chance to see Kyle Hamilton play, uh, and I was at that Florida State game. And that interception he made that coming range. from the opposite half of that range. And people are knocking him because he ran four five nine at the combine. And I don't think he ran any better at his pro day. But if you look at the end zone copy of him coming straight down the game shoot, speed. he weaved. So that yeah. added hundreds of uh, a second to that time. Uh, he is, he's definitely a freak where you could do him. But, hey, if we can get back and have the, t the pick because I want to talk about Jordan Davis. Rob, okay. you got to get us back on track here. Trying, We're going man. all over the place. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to start reaching at all of your mute buttons <laughs> and shutting you guys right down. So number one overall in this NFL draft went to a Georgia Bulldog, Trayvon Walker, to the Jacksonville Jags. Time for another Bulldog at number 13 to Philly. With the 13th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jordan Davis, defensive lineman, Georgia. Scary. National champion scary. defender, Jordan Davis. Never six have we seen six. anything like this guy. The Hands combine. down, scariest football player I've ever seen. Why do you say that? Uh, Physically. Yes. Unbelievable. To be 6'6", and to be able to move the way that he does is scary. He, that like when they say bigger, stronger, faster, he's the like that. He's the pitcher that's next to the definition of it, because that's just a, that's you just that's unfathomable to to actually think that a guy that size can move with the type of agility that he moves with. The the thing that he it was not human what he did at the combine. Right. A man that size does not run like that and jump like that. The biggest knock on him was because he did not play on a lot of third down right. situations. So people are asking themselves, 
when he comes to the NFL. I don't and care. Be, beside his freakish size, uh, I his don't freakish. Care. I pull him out on third Wait, down. Six six. Oh, but you learn three, from Fletcher Cox. Forty one. They brought Fletcher Cox back for another year. He could learn from from, from Fletcher Cox as well. But again, yeah, he. And you're talking yeah, about him good. being three forty one. He came down <laughs> right. right from what was he three sixty three seventy one a slim like, three forty one again we've just never seen anything like this at the combine and if you teach him how to pass rush and he becomes that third down player man that, that's the steal of the draft you, you talk about those combine numbers one twenty three in the broad jump thirty two inches in the vertical four point seven eight Lavar in the forty yard dash and again this is a three hundred forty one pound human being that's faster than some receivers basically what we're trying to tell you right. is. If you saw him in the wild and he was a grizzly bear. Go the other way. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. He's going to catch a lion, tiger, a, a, a leopard. He's going to catch it. And and that's – you don't want to go in the Serengeti with Jordan. That's that's, that's Stay a, out of the stay Serengeti. Stay out of the Serengeti. You don't want that. You don't want that to happen to you. You know, one of the most impressive things that I saw on tape, and I saw this, and I've been around some great defensive tackle, Pat Williams, even mm. – uh, uh, Linville Joseph, who we had, they're all big men. Kevin Williams. Kevin Williams. Yeah, Kevin Will. What you see in this kid against the run, not only is he strong at the point, but his range to make plays Jeez. outside the numbers, That's the there's thing. not a lot of running backs that are going to beat him to that edge and is able to make, and the thing I noticed the most is how can a guy this size run that well to get outside the numbers, to make plays on outside zones, on sweeps, and that's very rare when you see a guy this size be able to do that. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens are up next, guys, at number 14. One name, LaVar, we've been saying for a while, Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. This is starting to feel perhaps like his time after the Ravens make their selection. The Houston Texans are back on the clock. Texans had the number three overall pick with Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU and following them will be Washington but it's Baltimore on the clock as we step away from our live coverage of NFL Draft Night here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for non-stop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my days, <laughs> And we welcome you back to Draft Night Live here on Fox Sports Radio, coming your way live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards, earn on what you love. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. While we were away, the Baltimore Ravens made the pick that we were anticipating at number 14 overall. They went with the tall safety from Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton. The Houston Texans, remember, made that trade with Philadelphia. Philly moving up to number 13 to take Jordan Davis. Houston moving down to number 15. And here's who the Texans just took. With the 15th pick, the Houston Texans select Kenyon Green. Offensive line, Texas A&M. Jay, that one, a bit of a surprise to you, and there's more surprises coming. Absolutely. That, and look, we have, you look at them and go, Houston Texans, offensive guard, man, that's, you know, it's a non-dynamic pick, but if they're going to try and build up in front of whatever quarterback they have, okay, but here's a little shocker here. We very rarely see, you know, big-name players traded in the first round of the draft, and we've been going in this whole week going, man, Debo Samuel, is he going to get traded? Well, it's a different wide receiver. Different receiver. The Baltimore Ravens have just trade the Baltimore Ravens have just just traded Hollywood Brown to the Arizona Cardinals 
for their 23rd pick, and I believe the 100th pick of the draft. So, again, Hollywood Brown, he goes from the Baltimore Ravens to the Arizona Cardinals, and Baltimore now picks up another first-round pick. Does this tell you that maybe there's more going on with one of these franchises with that type of deal going on? Well, I know Arizona's still loading up because you got, obviously, Kyler Murray there, right? And, look, you still have... You know, question marks around DeAndre Hopkins. A.J. Green, they re-signed him, but, you know, it's like a series of one-year deals. They need to look in the future with some of the receivers as well. I met with Steve Kime last week. We talked about these receivers. He was absolutely positive. All these receivers he liked would be gone by the time they got there. The one guy he was hoping a couple weeks ago was a guy like Jamison Williams, and last week he's like, okay, that was – Wishful thinking. Wishful he ain't going to be there. So then he started calling around for other wide receivers. There's a lot of question marks in that receiver room. Now they add A.J. Brown. Hollywood Brown. What does that say to you, Rick, about Baltimore getting rid of a guy like Hollywood Brown? Hollywood Brown, we played against him last year, and I thought he was one of their more, more explosive playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. So this is interesting, especially giving up a first-round pick, and it'll be interesting to see how this works out. If Maybe they just said, Screw or don't worry about the physical. We're going to take Hollywood Brown as is. Hear myself. All right, there we go. You know, I, I honestly think that they just thought he was expendable. I, I, the Ravens just didn't think he moved the needle enough during the time. Trades are going down. Washington is on the clock. It is draft night live here on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. And the more you do, the better it gets with MGM Rewards. Dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. Subject to earnings and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. While we are away, the Los Angeles Chargers at number 17 took highly rated offensive guard Zion Johnson out of Boston College. But before that... An NFL team from Washington with a first-round pick took a Nittany lion. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Jahan Dotson headed to our nation's capital. I hope we he are. Out. Well, yeah. I hope he fares out better than, than the, the one you're talking or you're referencing <laughs> to. You're cross-referencing. Uh, I, I think it's a fine pick. I think it's a great pickup for, for Washington. Uh, he is – He's. I mean, that's another dynamic receiver. You know, the one thing I really – enjoy about Dotson is his body control his ability to get in and out of his breaks is something oh, we that got, we got another try uh oh uh oh come on I, I just I just love his his ability and 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 the guys like the Jerry Rices that we talk about as the greats you never knew what direction they were going in and it's very difficult to cover a guy where they can come out of their break at the same amount of speed that they went into it and Jahan Dotson is one of those types of players. Right, we just talked about wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown going to the Arizona Cardinals. Now the Tennessee Titans, they're doing the same thing, sending their Brown, A.J. Brown, oh, wow. to the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, wow. Tennessee Titans, they're going to get this traffic. They're going to be on the clock now. But, yes, oh. how about this? Hollywood and A.J. Brown, they both get traded within 10, 15 minutes of each other. Wow. That's crazy. One to the Cardinals, one this, to the Eagles. A.J. Brown and the Philadelphia Eagles. You'd have Eagles. to go back and look at the history. How many times have teams traded in the first round for veteran players? And they're good players, but this is the way the NFL has changed. Ooh. Just like it has changed during the offseason when they were signing Pro Bowl-type players that were available in the open market. So That's you right. see an, a swing in the NFL yeah, right well, now. Are you surprised by this, this flurry of trades that we have seen starting at, what was it, 
number 12 with Detroit moving up. I'm not surprised by the flurry of trades when we talked about it between 10 and 20. People are going to come up and get the players they like. What I am surprised about is how many veterans are getting traded here in the first round. But they're all trades for wide receivers. Right. Yeah. Right, because this game is changing now. That's receivers right. Receivers are being protected. Right, you saw when you got a guy like Justin Jefferson, how effective they're all being. So teams now realize they're so much more valuable thing than they ever, ever have been. So they're swinging away, but it, which you, means it also makes it a lot harder to trade those guys. You need to get guys. the research team going on I mean, how many times them. that in the first round have teams traded for a veteran player from another team. So Tennessee on the clock right now, and there is maybe the one of the, the best wide receivers in the game still out there, if you will, in San Francisco's Debo Samuel. How does how does all of this change that conversation with San Francisco? That's the, to me, the bigger question of this. Like, Hollywood Brown doesn't strike me as – that's not blockbuster to me. I, I think that, that's it, a big that one. it could happen. Significance, but nowhere near A.J. Brown. And there's one receiver left – that really is kind of first-round grade. There's only one left. The Tennessee Titans, they got to go, but he's different, right? Burks is different. He's from Arkansas. They use him a lot of, like Debo, jet sweeps, all that. He's the one receiver left in this first round. Now, especially if Dotson's gone, then you go, oh, man. But you got to assume they're it. taking the receiver. And that, absolutely. If you're going to trade A.J. Brown, they've got to. Yeah, got to. But, yeah, I mean, Rick, is that the yeah. last guy that the Titans could really look at here? Yeah, because by far, and I agree with you 100%, I watched Dotson play, and he was a very talented receiver. And for a smaller guy, he has unique body control, and we talked about going up and contesting. He's a high point guy. He is a high, point, a high point guy, guy. for a small receiver. Yes, but if is. you look at Burks, one of the games that really stood out to me was Alabama, and that was one of his most productive games of the year. And people are knocking him a little bit about his speed, and I think he was in the four or fives. But against Alabama, he took a slant route, and no one caught him. The other thing, I think I charted that he had eight catches for a 170 yards and two touchdowns that game. That was most interesting stat was six of those seven catches went for first downs, and I believe five of the six were third down conversions. So wow. they're going to get the ball in this kid's hands, when especially when they got to keep moving the chains. Again, A.J. Brown being sent to the Philadelphia Eagles from Tennessee. That's that a significant upgrade for them. Number 18 significant. pick. Their run game was rated one of the highest. I think they were the highest rated, in fact. And and then to go from to go from being one of the, the more dominant run teams to now adding what you need weapon-wise on the outside. Well, put it to you this way. There's been a lot of conversation. Will Jalen Hurts be the man? They are giving him every reason to be. It's his job to keep and win, or it's his job to lose and let go. Tennessee's pick at number 18 is in. Coming up next, it'll be the Saints at 19, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers mm -hmm. at number 20. Those are two programs. Hey, New Orleans Here and Pittsburgh that need Boom. quarterbacks. And when I talked to Mike Tomlin yesterday, he was sure both those top quarterbacks would be gone. At 20. Did not think either one would sit there. I, don't see I, I why. guarantee you one of them is going to be around, and there's good chances <laughs> two of them will be there as well. So a flurry of trades as of late. We mentioned Hollywood Brown leaving Baltimore, headed to the desert. Well, he'll join Arizona. Then A.J. Brown leaving Tennessee and going to Philadelphia. Tennessee able to move up to that number 18 spot. And here is the pick by the Titans. With the 18th pick, 
The Tennessee Titans select Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. First team all SEC performer last year, 66 grabs, over 1,100 receiving yards, 11 touchdowns, 18 career touchdowns, had zero his freshman year, seven as a sophomore, and then it jumped to 11 in his junior campaign. I got no wide receivers left in this first round also. That was why they had to go make this move for a guy like Burks. Yeah, and if they do, anyone else goes a receiver, you're talking about a projection, especially the kid from North Dakota State who has unique physical traits, but I don't think he is ready to jump in and be a number one or number two receiver right off the bat. You have to be awfully desperate, but guess what? We've seen two wideouts be traded in the last couple of minutes, who's to say another one can't go? And again, the Debo Samuel situation from San Francisco is still working out And in out the past, there. you said, don't worry about it. We'll get a receiver in the right. third, fourth, fifth round. But now the importance of the receiver position, and you're right. really seeing it emphasized not only this offseason, but you're seeing it emphasized in this draft. Speaking of receiver, Chris Olave went number 11 overall to New Orleans. The Saints are now on the clock, Jay, at number 19, followed by the Steelers at 20, and then the Patriots at number 21. I know you have some pretty good contacts yeah, down and, in the uh, Big and, Easy. And the Saints, again, they had, uh, they wanted to come out of this with a receiver, defensive tackle, offensive tackle. Well, they got one of them okay, already. So there was a big drop off with the offensive tackles, right? But there was a mean, nasty dude that yeah. we all talked about, and that's Trevor Penning. And look, I know they, well, listen, the Saints were also looking at pass rusher. Jordan Davis is not there, pass rusher, and Trevor Penning. Man, I think at the end of this, and they don't really have an offensive, right? They have holes in the offensive line. You got Jameis coming back, coming off an ACL. I think they end up going Trevor Penning here. If they do that, and I watched this kid on tape, he is one of the meanest, nastiest guys besides Icky from North Carolina State that loves to finish, and he showed that down at the Senior Bowl. Who he reminded me of a little bit was Riley Reef, except this guy is 6'7 and has a lot better length. You know, they go and they get Traylon Burks. It's interesting because he is a bigger, fit, taller, physically more inclined version of AJ, uh, younger. But, but, so, but he's different. And here's what they did with, with Burks in college they put him running back, they put him in slot, they Correct. put him wide receiver. That, right. And the great thing is, everybody knew he was going to get the ball, mm-hmm. and yet you still couldn't stop him. But because he has not played that conventional wide receiver position, he's really done what Debo Samuel did. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't played that wide receiver position. So teams dropped him down. I. I kind of don't understand why teams dropped him down that far because he's such a unique weapon. Yeah, we, ha- we I went through that when we drafted uh, Cordero Patterson, oh, who was tweener. a phenomenal athlete. Yes. In his rookie year, I thought Bill Musgrave did a great job utilizing him, and he was up and running for one of the offensive rookies mm-hmm. of the year. But he wasn't a true, just pure receiver. Mm-hmm. He was such a phenomenal athlete and maybe one of the all-time great kickoff returners in this league. And Went down to Atlanta, did a little bit stint up in New England, went down to Atlanta, and Arthur Smith did a great job, and he was in Chicago as well, mm-hmm. identifying what he can do and utilizing those strengths. You know, Joshua Cribs is another name that comes to mind when speaking of those tweener type of guys. And, and listen, you take A.J. Brown with a second-round draft pick. So if you felt so confident to let him go and you bring in Traylon Burks in the first round, in the first round, you got to believe, knowing who Mike Vrabel is and the way they do things, you got to believe they see something in this guy where it's going to make sense doing what it is that they've just done. And by the way, we talked about how much Howie Roseman 
moves and shakes. Not only did he trade for A.J. Brown, he already got him done to a contract extension. Oh, wow. $57 million guaranteed, $100 oh, wow. million dollar deal. So he makes these trades today, a couple okay. of trades, right? They get their guy in Jordan Davis. They go up, they get their receiver in A.J. Brown because the other receivers weren't there, and they get him traded and then sign to a deal, which means obviously it was yeah. in the works going on. Yeah, no, this was done pre-draft right. because you don't get a deal of that magnitude done while you're on the clock. It's if everybody's there. Hey, by the there. way, here's $57 million. Yeah. You good? I'm good. We're you needed everything to fall in place for that. That was a contingency deal. Right. Yeah. But I right. knew yes, they exactly. probably yes. gave them permission to talk to his agent before the draft, and this was probably happened previously over the last couple of days to the way it came where they made an agreement. They kept it very quiet, and then they made the trade tonight. Philly looking like one of the early winners in this NFL draft? Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt, yeah. yes. And it's funny, too, because now, you know, Harry Roseman gets beat up a lot there. But yes, Harry Roseman's always wheeling and dealing. But now you got his own players, like, and Howie Retrust. Howie got, you know, <laughs> it's totally different there for, for Howie Roseman right now. We are more than halfway through the first round of our NFL draft coverage here on Fox Sports Radio, coming your way live from Bellagio here in Las Vegas. We had that run on wide receivers. It started at number eight, Drake London from USC going to Atlanta. Then the Buckeye, Garrett Wilson, at number 10 to the Jets. Right after that, his teammate, Chris Olave, to the Saints. Right after that, Jamison Williams to Detroit, who moved up to get him. And then a couple more, Jahan Dotson, the Penn State product, at 16 to Washington. Traylon Burks from Arkansas to Tennessee, part of a trade that had A.J. Brown going now to Philadelphia. So the Saints sitting now at number 19. We mentioned they took Olave at number 11, took care of one of their question marks, and now they are set to take care of another one, and all indications are they're going big and they're going up front. Here is the Saints pick at number 19 overall. With the 19th pick, the New Orleans Saints select Trevor Penny, offensive lineman, Northern Iowa. Three-year starter at left tackle for Northern Iowa, put on nearly 100 pounds to his frame since entering college. This is a guy, Rick Spielman, that falls into a, you're welcome into the Spielman household category. <laughs> this guy, when you watch him on tape, loves the game of football. Indeed. And if you're going to play in the trenches in this league, you better love the game of football. I don't care how much money you make. You have to be manned up and be a man when you're down in these trenches. And this kid fits that mold. It is Draft Night Live here on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards. Earn on what you love. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock at number 20. They have a needed quarterback and no quarterbacks have been taken yet. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. (laughs) Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Welcome to Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas, MGM Rewards. Earn on what you love. Visit MGMRewards.com. For details, so this draft, we've had four trades. Six wide receivers were picked. Two standout wide receivers were traded in Hollywood Brown and A.J. Brown. But we haven't had a quarterback picked yet. The Steelers at number 20. 
with the 20th pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Pittsburgh. Kenny Two gloves, Pickett stays yeah. in the Steel City. Yeah. Let, me tell, let me tell you how this kind of came about. Kenny Pickett is obviously right there. So they see him all the time. Mike Tomlin, always like Kenny Pickett. But then come combine-wise, like the rest of us, he fell in love with Malik Willis. And as time went on, and they sat there, and they really broke down Kenny Pickett even more, they started going back over to Kenny Pickett here within the last, well, when we had the owners meeting? Three weeks ago? So in the last three weeks, They've switched back over from Malik Willis to Kenny Pickett. And when I talked to Mike yesterday, he literally, Jay, there's no way either of those quarterbacks are there at number 20. So, Mike, I think you're going to have at least one of them. You might have both. No chance. No shot. I think they're even looking up, possibly moving up to try to get one. The fact that Kenny Pickett is just still sitting there for them, that was a scenario they did not envision, LeVar. I, I, I got to start off with, with a, a selfish moment here, all right? Kenny Pickett played in the first eighth grade A11 All-Star game that I ever I ever ran. First one was with Under Armour at their Under Armour All-American week, and, and he was a, a tremendous talent, a tremendous competitor even back then. So that's kind of a cool moment for me because he's my first kid from one of my games to go pro. That's, that's for, let me get that out of the way. That's pretty cool. But then secondly, then you start to look at his body of work. And I know they started to bring up all of the different things in terms of his hand size and different things. Can he get it done? I think this is a tremendous pick for both sides, both for the player and for the organization. We heard stories about Dwayne Haskins and, and you know, rest his soul, being on site, making sure that he was talking to Pickett, seeing what he was doing, giving him advice on things he needed to be thinking about. There was an investment taking place in Pickett as a Pittsburgh guy before this draft pick took place. And for it to kind of fall in and settle into play the way that it did, this is a tremendous win for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're looking at the images right now of Kenny Pickett and the watch party at his home in New Jersey. And this is a young man absolutely overcome by emotion. The party is going on around him. His head was down on the phone. He's in, He got engaged this year as well. He's with his fiance right there. There are terrible towels all over the house Here as we well. Go. I mean, this this boom. is a, a pick that boom, boom, seems boom, boom. Made, in, match made in heaven almost, Rick. Plus, yeah. he only has to move his locker 20 feet, <laughs> right? right? Once yeah, I yeah. share the same facility. <laughs> and it's the other ironic thing is he's going to be playing in the same stadium he played in Familiarity. college. And he's a four-year kid. Five-year kid. Five-year kid. five-year kid, and yeah. I remember watching him two, three years ago, and you're like, man, I don't know if this guy's even going to be a prospect or not or maybe a late-round guy. And every year he continues to get, get better. better. And yeah. there's a lot of quarterbacks that end up having success that stay there full-time in college, learn the system. Mark Whipple did a great job with him as a coach. And he just got better year after year his, after year. His fourth year threw for 2,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, nine picks. Last year, in route to being ACC Player of the Year, 4,300 yards through the air, seven interceptions. That one went down. What went up? Touchdowns. And, and Jay, I want to ask you this. Do you think there will be an open competition? Because everybody said this kid is the most oh, yes, ready Absolutely. rookie to come in and compete for a starting yeah, job Yeah, but this I think year. it's open competition because that's how Mike Tomlin does it. Kansas Absolutely. City Chiefs guys are up next Well, because year they traded up with, at the, number 21. with the Patriots, and Andy Reid said, I want to try and add defense. So Kenny Pickett, the first quarterback taken 
from Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh at number 20. And Kansas City Chiefs, with a safety? fifth trade of this NFL draft. The Chiefs able to move up. Yep. And here's who Kansas City took with the 21st pick. With the 21st pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington. Smart, grounded young man from Washington, 5'11", going to Kansas City. I talked to Andy Reid about an hour or two before the draft, and I said, man, I see you guys. I know you're talking to all these teams about trading up. Is it for a receiver? He said, no, 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 defense. We're trying to go defense. And, and look, McDuffie is a guy who just talent-wise, he's about as – if you want to say solid, like he's about as solid as they come. Yeah, and I, I've got a chance. I went out to see him play in the Washington, Washington in the Apple Bowl and uh, out in it was at Husky Stadium this year. And I thought he was a very solid player. I don't know how big his upside is. A lot of teams that I talked to thought he may even be better as he moves inside as a nickel. The question was, he's not a sauce or he's not a uh, Stingley that's going to go out there and do a man one-on-one. But he is a very good football player. He's excellent in run support. He's very smart, uh, great character kid, and he will have a solid NFL career. You know, going up against Andy Reid for all the years that that I did playing with, with Washington, one thing that he always had was signature cornerbacks. This, this kid, McDuffie, he's one of those guys, when you watch him play, he has the characteristics of that old-school style defensive back that played for him in Philadelphia. They'll come up. They'll they'll strike you. They'll play. It's almost more or less like you have a safety playing at the cornerback's position. I like this pick for, for Kansas City. It gives them a little bit of attitude out there on the edges. I think yep. that that's a, it, it's a value pick. But a small safety. He's not a big guy, and that's not, the thing. Yeah, not right. right. But he will get his nose dirty. He'll go in there and play yeah. against the run. He'll go get it. He'll I, go get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love that about him. And the, the one kid that I think uh, started to move up, and that gap closed between McDuffie was Gordon, who was another very good corner out at the University of Washington. And it'll be interesting to see if he does eventually sneak in the bottom of the first round here. McDuffie, 45 total tackles last season, 37 of them solo, just one interception. So two career picks for the young man. So Trent McDuffie off to Kansas City coming up next. It is the Green Bay Packers. And, Jay, there's been a lot of chatter yep. about the Packers and what they're going to hey, do and trying to get some I haven't had a help. linebacker taken yet. <laughs> I haven't feel, had a linebacker. I feel like you're tipping us off on something. Perhaps I haven't I, had a linebacker taken yet. Linebackers. I have a favorite one. Who's yeah. who favorite is it? One? We're waiting for him. Go ahead. Huh? Who is it? We're waiting for him. I know who they like. I love the Utah kid. I love the Utah oh, kid, too, oh, but that's nice. not who they love. Because, oh, he yeah. is a nice player. He he is, but that's Ooh. not that's not okay. So give me your 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 top three there, right? We love Utah, right? But man, this later this week, and you and I talked about it earlier. Somebody started rising them up on teams' boards as well, right? Uh, and then you got to look at the two Georgia kids, right? You got the small, undersized uh, linebacker that goes and makes plays all over the field, but he's been kind of banged up through this process. And then you got this Quay Walker, yep. And this kid is you just another, hit it. Bam. another yep. kid with great physical traits that still needs some development, but you can't teach what this kid has. And that, you know, listen, I'm surprised that the linebacker from Utah, Devin Lloyd, is still there. He isn't out there, but later this week, man, people really started falling in love with, with 
Quay Walker. When I talked to people inside the Packers today, it was one of the names. They gave me about four or five guys. Do you think he'll be there? you think this guy will be there? And I said, I, I think he actually, a few days ago, I would have said definite. Today, I wouldn't say definite. But mm. Quay Walker is, I think, who they're going to zero in on. Oh, man. Quay Walker over a, over a talent like Devin Lloyd, who was all over the field over. for Utah. Closest thing you have to Micah Parsons in this draft. And I don't uh, yeah, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, in this draft for linebackers. Ain't nobody close to that young no, no, man no. right I now. I said in this draft. I will give you this. He is the best pass rushing linebacker that can play from the stack position. There you go. Position. That's what I'm saying. Closest thing to Micah in this draft. I didn't say out there. My, Micah draft, Parsons no, is, is the baby of, of Von Miller and Ray Lewis. They, they made a baby in, this draft. in a laboratory. These other guys aren't like that. And it is official. <laughs> I'm Quay surprised. Walker, there you go. The Georgia linebacker does go to Green Bay. So Baltimore is now on the clock. Followed by Dallas and then Buffalo. Well, at Baltimore is trading the pick to the to the uh, Bills. I like and Clay the Bills Walker. Bills are now on the clock, just like that. I like Clay Walker. I like his movement. I, I like he plays like he's already in the National Football League. If you watch his game, you know they, there was a moment that we could take and look at his his abilities and different things like that. But one of the things that I really enjoy when I saw him. Um, it's just his leadership quality. I, I think he brings a, an element there where not just his athleticism, but it's the intangibles that I think are at play with, with Walker. And I, I really, really enjoy watching him play. So Buffalo now on the clock, and that courtesy of a trade. The Ravens, right. Buffalo moved up um, for the Ravens. Ravens very active, a lot more active than normally. They're kind of doing a little – they're a little Philadelphia Eagles like today. That, well, yeah. They had one of those. They had one of those years, you know. It's one of those years where you say, uh, "Which way are they going?" Again, remember you the know? Ravens trading Hollywood Brown mm -hmm. to Arizona yeah. earlier. Tennessee trading AJ Brown to Philadelphia earlier, and it's now the Buffalo Bills on the clock. They have about five minutes left to make their selection, and then it'll be Dallas at twenty-four, and then those Ravens at number 25. Ricky, you, you kind of look at how this draft has gone so far. I, I think there's some themes that have jumped out, but I'm curious. You're there's, there's one I do, we kind of didn't hit. And we talked a little bit about Pickett and Malik Willis. And it just goes to, I just want people to realize, like, man, we get so excited at the combine, and at the combine we're sure, man, this guy had a great combine. He's going to be top 10. Malik Willis, if we talked about a combine, we didn't know if we'd get outside the top five. Right. And then all the extra homework starts coming in, right? That's and that's really where you kind of get dangerous and get in trouble. Here, and people go, man, how is this guy still here? There's a reason why a lot of these guys kind of drop off. It's not just that, you know, we look at the combine test. We're like, oh, my God, we get enamored. But there's so much more than that. What happens is after the combine, teams start bringing him in on these top 30 visits. They're spending a lot more time with them. The They're going putting them on the board, they're going to do private workouts, they're doing even more digging. Mm -hmm. You only get 15 minutes if he's one of the formal interview guys. But to really get to know the players, you have to spend a lot of time, and that's whether it's Zoom calls, whether it's top 30 visit, whether you're going to the school, and especially if you're going to invest in a quarterback, you better make sure that you do your homework. And Willis is here in Las Vegas. So, LeVar, I'll throw this at you. Buffalo's on the clock next. Willis is not going there. No, no, he's okay. not. Number 24. Right? Now, are you sure? They'll go big right, right. DB2. Number 24, Dallas. Probably not going there. 25, Baltimore. Okay. 26, Tennessee. 
All right, some Hemming and Hahn. 27, Tampa Bay. He needs to start thinking about their future beyond Tom Brady. At 28, it's Green Bay. At 29, it's New England. Nope. At number 30, it's Kansas City. Nope. At number 31, it's Cincinnati. Nope. Nope. And at number 32 for now, it's Minnesota. But don't be surprised mm. if someone wants to come and trade right. back up into the first 100%. round to get that first and We've had five round trades, options. Five trades already here in the first what round. What do you think about Daxton Hill in this pick? Mm, I think they end up going. I don't, I don't, I don't you think don't feel good about I don't, that? I don't love that. Um, <laughs> he, he's an athletic kid that can play safety and he play, can play over safety. as uh, a Nick. You can do a lot of things with him. I like when Jay says, I, I don't like that. Well, because then it's not likable. Right. Well, and then for now a I got a kid. And then <laughs> for I got a reason. Look, and then what I learned last year, and, and for everybody out there that, that listens to this show, the one thing you got you to gotta know is Jay knows. Right. And that's it. And just, just leave it at that. No one knows it better than Jay. So the fact that Jay doesn't like it means that I've totally gone cold on it. Like I'm talking <laughs> Jay. I'm talking put six feet deep, put dirt on top of me. I am taking a dirt night nap cold on it. You know why you, you know why though I what I do differently you know this. And because Rick and I were talking about it, I don't do a mock draft. Because if Rick says to me, listen, I want this happened. A couple years ago Rick said, I want Justin Jefferson can I get him here? Do I have to move? Do I have to go here? And if he tells me that and he says you can't say it I can't say it. I'm mocking a lot of the fans, but as a result, all these GMs and head coaches, they confide in me to help them and that's help why them kind of get what they need to get. On an honest note, that's why everybody trusts when you call Jay Glazer and you're going to talk, especially about the draft, you know it's not going anywhere, and you can trust because everybody, I bet you your phone is ringing more than any other reporter uh, during <laughs> this draft it, process. <laughs> I, I tag him. I tell you that. <laughs> I tag him. I, I lived it. I experienced it. We've it's had, one thing as a player, but man, as a, as a personality in media, this dude is lights out. I appreciate him. Indeed. We've had. Three, Where's our hundred dollars? You each get a hundred, right? For that. That's right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> three quarterbacks have been taken so far: Derek Stingley Jr., number three overall. To That's cornerbacks, everyone. Cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. It's another yep. run here. DBs, yep. right? That's, that's what you're Gardner saying here. At number four to the Jets. The other cornerback was Trent McDuffie, just taken two picks ago from mm-hmm. Washington to Kansas City. Now it's Buffalo in at number 23. The Ravens, that was part of a trade with the Ravens, so the Ravens go to number 25. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at, at Buffalo. What is our lasting memory? What is our last lasting memory of Buffalo? A shootout. <laughs> they got into a shootout and they lost the shootout. So they're going to go. You got to believe they're going to go defense. You got to believe yeah, that. And they're going to go defense back again because it's going to be a run here also. There has been. Well, Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson is still out there, but you're definitely getting some signs at it. It's a, it's a player from the South, but more like the SEC, perhaps. <laughs> Here and it is. There it is. Kair Elam from Florida. 6-1. Nice size. Nice length. Nice size. Cornerback. I think it's players. a good pick. You feel good about that? I watched him on tape, and there's no question about this kid's length. There's no question about this kid's speed. Uh-oh. 
But there but, is a question. But. There's always a but. There is and a when but. you get down in this part of the draft, there's always going to be a few holes that you're going to poke in these guys. Mm-hmm. The two biggest things that I have an issue with Elam is, one, he's very grabby down the field mm-hmm. and had numerous pass interference calls. And you have to understand, when you're in the NFL, once that receiver gets beyond five yards, this kid is going to be a penalty machine Yikes. if he cleans it up. The other issue that I had with him is that he needs to get a little more physical and run support. And a lot of times you see a big corner like this, you're like, man, I hope this guy comes up and just whacks the heck out of people. And there are times on the tape, I don't want to say he turns down tackles, but you just like to see him a little more physical mm-hmm. on the run support side. Elam goes number 23 overall to Buffalo. Up next, the Dallas Cowboys at 24, followed by Baltimore, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, New England, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Minnesota holding the last pick in the first round. And it is Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas, MGM Rewards. Dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Just visit MGMRewards.com for details. Subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. The Dallas Cowboys on the clock. Their pick when our live coverage here on Fox Sports Radio of the NFL Draft returns. We will discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. 
sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Welcome you back to our live NFL draft coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Dallas Cowboys making their first pick. And at number 24 overall, they went with Tyler Smith, guard out of Tulsa. Guy who grew up in Fort Worth, Texas. Product of that area. Was kind of overlooked by all those big Texas programs. Ended up going north up to Tulsa, this guy is raw, but he's got quite a ceiling above him. Look, you knew the problems that the offensive line had with the Dallas Cowboys this year. When I talked to the Cowboys earlier yesterday, <clears throat> they gave me four or five names, and he was the name of, look, we're hoping a, a, a Penning might be there. We're hoping Zion could be there. They're really hoping a guy like Traylon Burks might have been there. They were able to sneak somebody like that in. This guy was that selection of, okay, we got to make sure we, we, we do think we're going to have somebody there. If they're all gone, who do we really love? And this is the guy they actually zeroed in on. If those other guys, if somebody didn't drop down like like a Penning or or, or like a Traylon Burks or a Zion, one of those guys. Yeah, Zion Johnson would have been a great yep. fit for him. But this kid here, uh, he plays like he loves ball too. And when you watch his tape, he's athletic, a little raw. Uh, he's going to need some technique work. But when you have a kid that has these physical traits, especially at this point in the draft here in the bottom and the big run on the offensive line, and that's one of your bigger needs. Uh, definitely, I think this is going to be a good pick for the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> Tell us how you really feel. Uh, they needed this pick. I'll say that. Right. They did need this, and, and it does fill a void. Uh, I'm just uh, – and, and maybe it's the better pick because – there's not someone there at the receiver's position that would make sense. But, man, I, I almost feel like they need a receiver. Is, it, is he more of a guard or a tackle, Rick? He's played tackle, but I think he'll slide inside the, a guard. A guard, okay. And that's what they need. But the guy that's still on the board that I thought may be off by now, and there was a lot of talk about him 
scoring a lot earlier was Linderbaum. Now, they don't need a center, well, but that's an Iowa football Iowa. player. I talked to them about a him, about him and their player. problem was that he is just a pure center. Right. He's not able to play center and guard, and they needed somebody. They're like, look, we're fine here, but we just they, they needed somebody who could flip-flop around, and that's why they like this kid from Tulsa. I mean, but all right, so what I'm trying to understand is, is that the biggest – is that – the biggest need, and do do you guys feel as though they feel their biggest need with this pick that if they just got? If you want to go receiver, who are you going to go with? That's yeah, I don't know, and that's the that's problem. The problem. That's Jalen the problem. Burks is different because he's not you're just conventional receiver. That's what I love him. Look, you look at the Cowboys this year, right? Dak came back from injury, and he was getting protected early on. It was fantastic, but toward the middle and end of the year, that protection broke down an awful lot. And look, you know, Tyron Smith. He has the back. He's been banged up for a while. They need to start reloading on the offensive when, line. When now, the whether Cow- or not this is, he's the guy or not, that remains to be seen, but they do have to start reloading that offensive line. When the Cowboys were at their peak and is when they had that offensive line because they had one of the best offensive line, if not the best yes. offensive line in the NFL. And when that starts to fall off a little bit, you see a little bit of dip in Dallas. I just don't know that you've upgraded. And again, just listening to everything that we've talked about and discussed, the tiers of players that are available and then the drop-off from that point. Not saying that he's not a good pick for them, but just saying, does he really improve? Does he move the needle of improvement the way that Dallas would need using this pick and, for And him? he's going to need to improve, and I think Dallas knows that. Yeah. Uh, with, with the ceiling that's ahead but I of him. Think Rob, you said it earlier. Everybody was ripping when they took Fredrickson, the kid from Wisconsin, and he ended up being a heck of a player for him at center. So who knows if this is going to be the next guy like that. That's fair. That's fair. All right, coming up next, it's the Baltimore Ravens who just cut that deal with the Buffalo Bills. Baltimore giving Buffalo the 23rd pick. They get the 25th in return and a fourth round pick later this weekend. So the Ravens on the clock. They've already had one pick in the first round at number 14 overall. They went with the safety from Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton. And they made news earlier today, though, by trading wideout Hollywood Brown to Arizona. So Baltimore has been an active franchise here in the first round, and they are up next at 25, followed by Tennessee. Tennessee has also made a lot of moves. Remember, they shipped A.J. Brown to Philadelphia to move up to number 18 overall. And then the Buccaneers sitting there at number 27. I get the sense there's a lot of guys that Tampa Bay didn't really necessarily anticipate would be available for them at 27. But it's number 25 that is in our focus right now, Baltimore, and the the pick is in. And what do we have? A running offensive lineman, right? And look, we talked about this guy going in here. Uh, just a few seconds ago. I may have guessed one. You, but except for you were one pick behind. <laughs> Linderbaum, who I think, man, you got to have somebody You got to have somebody who's going to obviously be able to step that up, is, protect Lamar Jackson. This guy, is he's a, a wrestler. He's nasty. He is exactly going to be a phenomenal pickup <laughs> right here for the Baltimore Ravens. I love this selection. Here's a guy also. I know if the Cardinals didn't trade that selection away, they were going to go after Linderbaum. At, at 23, and just there are so many teams that love them, but you only, if you have him, he's just for a center. But you're looking at an eight-year Pro Bowl center who's going to set the tone. He's going to be nasty. He's going to fight you before you fight him. That is a grown-ass man. Yep. 
like, Mama, <laughs> there you know, goes that man. Uh, hey. I love these wrestlers. He's an accomplished wrestler because, look, physics, right? Low man always wins. He yes. gets his hips he down. Stays he low. has that wrestler mentality. Embrace yes, the does. grind. Love this pick for the I Baltimore do, I, Ravens. Man, they're loading up. Yeah. He and was this, this he was a, the center in this draft, by the right. way. Oh, absolutely. Uh, now, that's different, you know. That's a difference to say that, okay, that drop-off. Go ahead. We get the announcement. Go ahead. Let's take that announcement. All right. Here's the Baltimore Ravens pick at number 25. With the 25th pick, the Baltimore Ravens select Tyler Linderbaum, offensive lineman, Iowa. See, him being specific to that center's position, that's got to be the only reason why you're looking at him being – because he's he's a smaller guy. Yeah, yeah, but good Googler Boogler. His game <laughs> it, his game is far from small. Small in six foot two ninety six terms, but yeah, right. small. But I think he has a wrestling background, yes. if I'm not yes. mistaken. Yes. Yes. And yes. that yes. is huge because he knows how to use his leverage mm-hmm. uh, in his body. He is something else. He he's very he's mobile. He's he's you mentioned he's nasty. You know who he reminds me of? He's got that demeanor and disposition of an Olin Cruz. Yep. That's who he reminds yep. me of, Olin Krutz. And, and let me tell you something. I was at the game. They're showing highlights of the Penn State game. He made me a believer in real time and in person. I, I love the kids' game. I love his approach to it. He seemed to be very aware of what, what was coming his way, very, very educated in letting his quarterback know what was going on. I really like this pick and, and for the this, Baltimore Ravens. This kid will come in and be a, a, a first-day starter, oh, a first-game starter, right because they lost Bozeman. I think he went to the Panthers. Uh, is it Makari uh, that also gives them the flexibility to maybe put him at guard? So getting a kid like this and at center, one of the most important traits that you have to have is intelligence because those are the ones that are identifying the protection, and this kid's going to fit check every box in that area as well so this is great value for baltimore two team two time first team all american the remington award winner last season as the nation's top center team captain as well just traded up absolutely back in the first round so the jets at number 26 are now on the clock followed by tampa bay and then green bay jets have just over five minutes to make that pick and we'll have it for you next when our coverage of the nfl draft on fox sports radio returns The four of us welcome you to Draft Night Live here on Fox Sports Radio, coming your way live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. And the more you do, the better it gets with MGM Rewards. Dine, stay, play, earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com for details subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. Starting to wind down our coverage here in the first round of the NFL Draft, we are getting a a lot of trades all of a sudden. (laughs) One of them was Tennessee trading with the Jets. The Jets moving up to number 26, and here's who they just took. With the 26th pick, the New York Jets select Jermaine Johnson II, edge rusher, Florida State. 
Well, that's where he finished his collegiate career, but it started at Independence Community College. You know that one, Last yeah, Chance last U. Chance he was U. there for two years, then went to Georgia, was Georgia for two years, needed some more playing time, so he was able to take advantage of that extra year of eligibility rule, went to Florida State, 70 tackles, 18 tackles for loss, a dozen sacks, Rick. He started at Eden Prairie High School. Ah, and there's this, a Minnesota shout-out. <laughs> there we go. And this kid, front door, I said, dude, you got a chance to be an NFL player just about how you walked into the store and the length you have in high school. And he went to last chance you, probably didn't have the grades to get there, went to Georgia. They have a great defense, got a lot of players, didn't get as many reps as he wanted to get. The other thing I think that bothered him a little bit is that Half the reps he was getting, they were dropping him in coverage. So he says, why don't I go to a place that's going to put my hand in the dirt and let me do what I do best and rush the passer? And he went down to Florida State, got his opportunity, plays extremely hard, has great presence to come off the edge. I remember at the Notre Dame game in that opener, he ended up with two sacks, and I was like, is that the Jermaine Johnson that was sitting in my living room about four or five years ago? And this kid, we thought, might have gone earlier, but this was the next best pass rusher that came off the board. Well, I think, he, he, you know, again, he came into a lot of his interviews with that swag, right? right. The swag turned a lot of teams off. Some teams look and go, okay, this is the type of swag we want, if we can harness it. Other teams look and go, that's not the type of swag that we want in here. I hear he's a great kid. He's a great, great kid. kid. If you and especially if you have great coaching, you put him out there with Robert Sala. I'm, I'm sure Sala, who actually was thinking about him earlier on the draft, yeah. that's a perfect fit. Yeah, I mean, listen, you saw what he was able to do as a defensive-minded coach in San Francisco. That led to Robert Sala getting that right. job in New York to begin with. So now you bring in a guy, you're starting to see pieces that that swag that you're talking mm -hmm. about. That's what you saw in that that defense with Bosa and all those guys and Eric Armstead, uh, th those guys in, in, in San Francisco, he's trying to bring that very attitude to New York City. Well, now you got Sauce and him Oof. bringing an attitude over there with the Jets. But how about this? And don't forget Garrett Wilson, who they picked right. up with number 10 as well. But how about this now? Now in New York, you have Thibodeau. Oh, I was going to say. Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> Man. Right? So Godzilla is that, versus hey, uh, King Kong. Lavar, is that more pressure for you or more motivation to you when you have a guy across the any other locker room basically each week and in the press Whoa. every single day that you're getting compared to now i'm certain they're going to feel the pressure of them both being there in that same market but make no mistake about it these are two teams that are trying to find their way back one historically is, is at least closer in history has had great success has had a recent hall of famer so to speak and and strahan the other has been a team that has almost been like a nomad team in the NFL. I think they have to really focus in on what they have to do where they're at first. Gotham City has just added a couple personalities <laughs> yeah, to indeed, that already indeed. electric city. Indeed. So up next now, it's Jacksonville, who just moved up to number 27, courtesy of a trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, and they were going up there. Look, we had Lloyd who's been sitting here, Devin Lloyd, Utah linebacker, and he's just dropping and dropping and dropping again. What he could do, he's the most complete linebacker in this draft. Jacksonville Jaguars obviously adding, you know, Walker with their first pick, right? And then you have a guy, and that's more of a project. 
Lloyd's not. Lloyd, you already know, you could do, and you could do so many different things with him. That's why they jumped up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go after Devin Lloyd, who is surprisingly sitting there stunned. at 27. I'm stunned right? he's sitting there at 27. I love yeah. me some Devin Lloyd. I love him. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Okay. Right. Yeah, no, I've watched this kid on tape, and – Again, some people will knock him a little bit on his pass coverage, but he is the best pass-rushing linebacker from the second level. Great timing, and the guy he reminded me the most of is how we used Anthony Barr. When he gets matched up with a running back, the running backs can't pick this kid up because he shows bursts. He has a feel for where the quarterback is in the pocket. He has enough mobility to work the edges of a running back. And, and, and it's almost impossible to block this kid. He also has, when they put him at the edge, has a burst coming off the, as an edge. And he's an instinctive linebacker versus a run. So this is a three-down linebacker. You may not see him as like a yep. true undersized cover guy, but they're going to do a lot of different things from a schematic standpoint like we tried to do with Anthony Barr to create mismatches and add pressure to the quarterback. 22 tackles for a loss, eight sacks, four interceptions. They can line him up inside. They can rush him in the outside. They can line him up on different receivers and tight ends. He is one of the most complete uh, complete skill sets of any defensive player in this draft. And, again, for me, just pure talent, I'm shocked. I would, if I'm the Jaguars or anybody this, else, I'd start calling in early and say, man, I'm going to try and bring Devin Lloyd to my team. This is one Great of my – for them. Yeah favorite value pick so far in this draft here down at the bottom. No doubt. There are going to be some teams that are going to be kicking themselves. And Devin Lloyd's probably going to be doing the kicking, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe he can kick as well. All right, so coming up next, it's the Green Bay Packers at number 28, followed by the Patriots, Mm -hmm. Chiefs, Bengals, and the Vikings. Packers will stay defense here also. They need to end. They got a linebacker at 22 in Quay Walker from Georgia. They're going to – you know what, though? Watch them – watch them – Look at more Georgia guys. Ooh. Well, we've seen plenty. Could it be a potential three technique? It could be a potential uh-huh. three technique. Trayvon oh, wow. Walker, number one overall to Jacksonville from Georgia. Jordan Davis, number 13 overall to Philadelphia from mm-hmm. Georgia. Quay Walker at 22 to Green Bay. And will the Packers take another Bulldog? Here at 28, once they're done, it's the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and then with the last pick, for now, it's the Minnesota Vikings. I feel good about where we're at right now. I'm, I'm, I'm Who's we? Jacksonville. Jacksonville? Uh, and this, and this whole, no, not we as in Jacksonville, just we as in, in this draft. I feel like for, for what it's worth, there weren't a lot of headliners. You, you didn't come into this. And there was bright lights on on the, the prospects coming into this draft. But yet, this has been a very, very entertaining draft. Yeah, I think yes. absolutely. A lot, of trades, winners, yeah. a lot of winners. Yeah, a, yes, more yes. winners than I think you get you good value some down. Some excitement. Yes. There's, there, there, some of these picks, a lot of these picks have created excitement. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm so, You're excited about the Jets. I'm, My goodness, J-E-T-S. I, I can't say that, but yeah, I will can. say that the Eagles have, have, have made me very, very – interested in yeah. what what they may look like this year um there, there i mean there are some some really good moves that have taken place some solid moves that have taken place by these teams and it's been it's been a very very tactical move in this in this draft and going into this draft if we said man there's going to be a wide receiver traded in the first round i think we'd all think we we're talking about debo samuel yeah. and we weren't and, we, and we, by wow. the way we were talking aj brown J- and yeah. hollywood brown and by the way lamar jackson not happy 
about with, the Hollywood Brown. Oh, Which you be? Wow. Not at all, and he is voicing it already. Yeah, unless, oh, wow. unless there's some Debo chatter going on in Baltimore. Uh-oh. But no, no, no one things. has really made, again, but these first-rounders, they're done. Right? Uh, so, the, one, the one thing you have to remember, after the draft, they don't play next week, so there's teams who are going to still do have a, plenty of time to add to their roster and try to make some moves what they weren't able to fill in this year's draft. Keep in mind, Lamar has not done his extension yet. Uh-oh, you don't want no trouble in Baltimore paradise. You don't want it in paradise. Not happy about that, but you know, again, in the, in the Packers, they're going to end up staying here. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, they're going to stay with Georgia. I look at a guy like Wyatt, who you know there were some cur- concerns about him, but just pure talent-wise, he's up there. Yeah, and, and Devontae Wyatt, I, I've got opportunity to see him. But when you watch Georgia's defense, it, you might as well be doing an advanced scouting report because they have an right. NFL defense. Uh, but this kid plays three technique. He plays with a lot of bend. He plays with a lot of a lot of strength at the point. Uh, he does have some interior pass rush to him. He knows how to work the edges of an offensive guard. And I thought he had better bend and flexibility uh, than Baltimore, who came out that New England took last year. Uh, this kid is just uh, even more talented than him. It is Draft Night Live here on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards, earn on what you love. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. We have just five picks left in the first round. Green Bay is up next when we return with the 28th overall pick. Draft Night Live continues here on Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the Bellagio in Vegas. MGM Rewards, dine, stay, play. Earn on all of it. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. Subject to earning and redemption limitations applicable to certain purchases and in certain states. The Green Bay Packers did indeed go defense with pick number 28, and they went to Georgia to do it. Devontae Wyatt, 6'2", 304-pound, highly rated defensive lineman who joins Jordan Davis in going in the first round as well from that D-line of the Bulldogs. He's an explosive guy. And, and the one thing that jumps out about him to me is his ability to knife into, into the offensive line as a scrimmage. Uh, I, I, think, I think when you look at him and you see his ability to disengage the blocker, it jumps out at you. And it also jumps out at you that he still has enough explosiveness left to get to the, to, to the ball carrier and finish the play. Let me ask you one quick question. Do you think he is a better interior pass rusher than the big, the big freak? I, I would say yes. He's he's certainly more mobile. And Jordan Davis. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I think that he is, would be more effective. Um, but I think that it's like comparing apples and oranges, because I think Jordan Davis at the next level is going to be more of like a John Henderson type, you know, where you're you're talking about somebody who can walk back a center, and and we all know. If you can disrupt the center, you, you can disrupt an offense. Right, guys, I just want to set people up out there for what's about to happen with New England. Uh-oh, right, so now uh-oh. I get a text. <laughs> so earlier, and there's, here's the problem with text, is they do a lot of autocorrect. So I get a text from the Saints draft room earlier tonight saying we're going with place. And I'm going, place? I'm like, what? Pla- what is it? Pla- I'm kind of going nuts. And oh. he's like, my bad, Alave. Right? Oh. It got autocorrected. So somebody just texted me again from inside the Patriots room, and they said, we're going with strange and i'm going huh strange and i'm going strange huh. and then they're like strange and then 
they said, Cole Strange. And I go, huh? Then I text this to somebody else going, hey, I don't have, like, who is this person talking about? It's got to be autocorrected. Uh -huh. And they said, no, that's the 104th person on our draft flight. Who's taking, who's taking them? Oh, no. And I said, I just got something from the Patriots that they're going to go after him. And I'm like, this got to be an autocorrect. And, man, and, and look, if you look at the Patriots, they kind of always try and, you know, the, their drafts haven't been great over the last several years, and they always try to doubt smart. You, you, you saw earlier um, even Nick Casario with the Texans, right? Right. Um, he took an offensive lineman. You're going, oh, wow, right over there. And I think they do that a lot. But, again, the Patriots here, they take a selection that a lot of teams, well, the, the teams that I've talked to after I got that text, they were having a hard time figuring yeah. it out. Oh, this no. would be Cole Strange, guard from Tennessee Chattanooga. I love the name. Well, you know, I'm not up on who he is. <laughs> but hey, hey, who's just the, off his name alone? I'm all in. Cole, you're up for a Cole Strange six five three zero seven. Wow, and it Darn. is strange indeed. Right. going to the New England Patriots. That is a big man. That's a big man. That's a big yeah. surprise as well at with the three picks position, left. Position that is a big man. Yeah, and I don't want to ever doubt what Bill Belichick does because he's going to be in the Hall of Fame and one of the greatest coaches that ever, if not the best coach to ever coach the NFL. But I really didn't have this guy on my radar, to be honest with you, get prepared for this show. But there are some corners still out there. The Booth kid from Clemson. Um, and you still have they, some pass rushers too. And you, you sit there, especially with teams like the, Chief, the, the Patriots, even the Chiefs, you got pass rushers, you have corners, you got safeties. To go an offensive lineman here where we thought it was an autocorrect? Right. Uh, <laughs> <hey>. Well, <laughs> they did trade away Shaq Mason, uh, so they right. do need a guard. Sure. Leave it, leave it up to Bill Belichick, the draft to do with the name Cole Strange. That has no highlights for, for anybody to show. They have no highlights to show on Cole Strange. That is what makes Bill Belichick Bill Belichick. But his drafts haven't been great. His coaching is, is unlike true. anything else. That is true. His, his drafts, drafts have, have not, not been, been great. great. You're right. You're right. And I think a lot of times the Patriots do try and almost outsmart people, right? And they kind of did that again here. The Giants used to do that back in the day also. Man, but, you know, for a selection like Ernie this. Corsi, huh? and for a selection like this, yes. And for yeah. a selection like this, wow, it's when you have pass rushers in there. You still have some really good safety sitting there also. And I can think you're going to see pass rushers and safety starting going off the border. George Karlaftis from Purdue, the Chiefs, where I said Andy Reid earlier, he wants a defense. you got these state safety still sitting there. Yeah. But for the Patriots to sit there and go, we need offensive line. We're going to go after somebody who Rick Spielman and all the other personnel guys at least that I texted here said, we don't have this guy in the top 100. And round one is a head scratcher. Well, I only went to 75, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was told it was the first round only. So Kansas City at number 30. Earlier at number 21, they went with the Washington cornerback, Trent McDuffie. Here's the Chiefs pick at number 30. With the 30th pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select George Karloftis, ah. edge rusher, Purdue. A lot of people thought his name was going to be called maybe a little bit earlier. I, I loved watching this kid play on tape, and he reminded me a lot because he's not long. He's fast enough. He's not a great athlete, but this is another really good football player, and he reminded me a lot of Brandon Graham, who plays with leverage, can play with strength at the point. He knows how to work the edges of blockers. And one of the most unique experiences I had this fall was to go and watch them play Northwestern at Wrigley Field. And it's the first time I've ever saw a college game in Wrigley Field, which was a unique experience in mm. itself. 
But this kid really sticks out when you watch film because he may not be the longest or the fastest, but he knows how to play the game of football. Overachiever. I've, I've had an opportunity to watch him play. Uh, he plays with a lot of strength and a lot of power. I think one of the things that he's going to have to do in order to be able to be effective at this next level is he's going to have to understand what, what works for him and what doesn't work for him. Because one thing that I'll tell you for certain is that now that it's a passing game, you got to get there pretty quickly. And he's not the fastest. He's not a fast guy. He's more of a guy that's going to work your edge and power through the edge. So it's one of those things I think he's going to have to figure out how he fits within the scheme of where he's just gone. Actually, a water polo player. Yeah. From Greece. Born in you Greece, know, born in Athens. And he's, you know, he's the type of guy. He, he kind of doesn't fit that flashy, you know, front seven type guys that the Kansas City Chiefs normally have. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to but be interesting and, to see. Andy always takes and, uh, and and Veach always take good football players, and that's why yeah. they are who they are. Yeah. He was a second-team All-American, all-Big Ten first team. And Andy, just talking, Andy and I have been friends for a long time. More and more and more, he is just – he defers to Veach, and Veach has done a phenomenal job. And I think it's kind of gotten Andy in a much better place also that he has somebody that, hey, I can just rely on him, and he can just go. And he, he honestly, he's, he has just handed Wait. off that personnel to Veach, and he's done, he's, he's run with it. Side note to that, me and Veach played in the Big 33 Classic together when we were coming out of high school. Did you play against Ohio? We did play against Ohio. Did you beat Ohio? We did beat Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> When I was growing up, it went on a little bit of a hiatus, but Ohio yeah. used to go over the border, yeah. and we used to play in Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's where it was at when I was there. And me and my younger brother were ball boys because oh, we were oh, only nice. in fourth, fifth grade at the time, and we would go over and stay at, at a country club that they made into some kind of hotel. They just put a bunch of beds in a big area, uh -huh. and uh, I remember Ohio going over and they getting us. after Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, not that year that me and Beach was there. <laughs> Speaking of the state of Ohio, the Cincinnati Bengals are all on the clock right now. Their pick segue. is in. They are up at number 31. That's, That's bucks, right, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, first time we've mentioned the Bengals mm -hmm. tonight, and, and they've made some pretty shrewd off-season acquisitions as well. Ac acquisitions also, but, you know, you look at what happened in the Super Bowl there, right? And they're like, man, the backside of that defense. And weren't able to stop the Rams going down the stretch there. You still have some back four guys that could certainly help out. And that's the thing, a team like the Bengals, they're, they're pretty loaded, right? So you're right. able to yeah, go pick but, up a Daxton Hill or pick up, you know, Petrie from, from Baylor, something along those lines. They have that, that comfortability. But they showed last year they need that help in the secondary still. Yeah. Petrie's a heck of a football player, but you got Seen from uh, Georgia still out there. You got Hill from Michigan that's still out there. Yeah. Hill from Michigan has a lot of versatility, yes. a really good athlete, yep. can probably play safety, can be uh, play some Nick for him, and that's one area that they needed to improve yep. was in that secondary. You know, also the offensive line. I mean, you can't have enough offensive line to add to that team right now have quality guys, but they added a lot to this offseason to that offensive yeah. line, and they were very aggressive, spent a lot of money to upgrade that position did. to they help did. protect the franchise quarterback, but they have to be able to stop people they on defense. Be. What do they do with Apple? Does it come what? back? Do they? Apple? Eli Apple? Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, 
I believe they I signed Apple. Think, Did they re-sign him? I believe they gave but, him a one-year deal. You know, he, he seemed to be a liability at times for, for that <laughs> secondary. I thought you were asking because you wanted them to re-sign him. No, I was no, like, you don't really no. hear this a lot. Yeah. No, no, no. He seemed to be a liability for them in that secondary. He did have some things to say, you know, as they made their run, but he did seem to be a, a little bit of a liability for their secondary. So, so we're looking at safety then? Yes. Yes, okay. Just to recap, the last five picks in this draft, the Jets at 26 went to Tallahassee, got Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end. Devin Lloyd slipped all the way down to 27. The Jags moved back into the first round to grab the Utah inside linebacker. Devontae Wyatt from Georgia, the defensive tackle, goes to Green Bay. Cole Strange out of Tennessee, Chattanooga, the guard, fell to, didn't fall, actually elevated to <laughs> New England at number 29. And Kalaftis just from Purdue went to Kansas City at 30. Two more picks left in this one. The Bengals at 31 and then the Minnesota Vikings at 32. Cincinnati has their pick in right now. Defense seems to be the Jay, talking they, point they right now. They do have some pretty good safeties in Von Bell and uh, Bates, who they believe that they franchise. I don't know if they've ever reached an agreement with him or not. Do they take some with some more versatility? Yes. Or do they go with a, cor a pure corner? <laughs> Jay said yes. Yes. And, then we, and you, we just talked about it. They're going to end up going, you know, Hill, who is from Michigan, who really started flying up boards this week. There was a couple teams told me they wanted to take him in the first round, and obviously and way before the Bengals were selected, way before. So now you're going to have these value picks like we just saw, right, from the Utah linebacker, like a kid like um, Hill from Michigan. You'll have guys sitting there like, wow. And, again, and I guys, would throw in Linderbaum, too, because I Linderbaum. thought that was a great yes, value, value and, and then pick. Wow. We'll, we'll see. We're going to see a little run on safeties here because that's what happens. So you see this. I wouldn't be surprised. You have Hill here. And who's your next safety off the board? I would say Seen. Seen. All right. So then Minnesota can go safety. But they also, can but, go but guys, also corner as well. It's But it's also – Man, one quarterback's going to be taking this first round. When all is said and done, Two they're going to go, they're gonna go, they're gonna go uh, safety here with, with the Bengals. The Vikings, they're going to end up going defensive backs as well. There'll be one quarterback taking the first round. Yeah, we started with defense. Sounds like we might end the first round with defense as well. So Cincinnati made it to the Super Bowl last year, and they have just made their first round pick. Here's the Bengals at number 31. There he is. With the 31st pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select Daxton Hill, safety, Michigan. First team All-Big Ten performer, 151 tackles over the course of his three seasons playing in Ann Arbor. And he goes to Cincinnati. He'll go, and again, you, this draft has been streaky of whenever somebody starts, you know, a couple go, then all of a sudden teams make a run of them, and that's good. The Vikings will end up finishing the first round going safety as well, going defensive back help. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the shock of all this, if you will, is that only one quarterback was taken, will end up being when taken was the last in this first round. There was a draft that only one quarterback went in the first round. Wow. Well, not only the one quarterback being taken, but that quarterback staying was 20th, staying in Pittsburgh. But he's, to go there, he's falling, falling to so the Steelers was, at 20. When was the last time you had a draft where no quarterback was taken inside the top 20? Right. Never. In the top 10, top 15. Ever. It can't be ever. That. Yep. So the rumor, I don't want to say the rumor, what you heard out on the street about this quarterback draft class has really come to light yes. tonight on how teams saw this Correct. draft class. Correct. Indeed. 
Indeed it has. Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Bellagio in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards, earn on what you love. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. Yeah, I was just going to say, looking at this this addition for Cincinnati, they definitely did upgrade by by putting him there. You're you're talking about a safety that can actually play as as a backer in in nickel situations, can cover like a corner. So you can you can put yourself in situations where you can iso- isolate him on on receivers, number two receivers. You know, one thing that has become really big and prominent in the National Football League is throwing the ball to tight ends. And one thing about it, he's undersized at six foot, but he's very, very aggressive. He, he is strong enough to compete and play with receiver-like tight ends. And I think that that's going to give Cincinnati uh, a good opportunity to be able to do some things that they haven't been able to do by adding him uh, to their, their roster. Again, Minnesota Vikings, they're going to end up going with seeing guys. They're going to end up going after the safety from Georgia. You have another Georgia Bulldog. He'll wow. end up finishing the first round. We book in the first round with these Georgia Bulldogs. Will you bet me a dollar? Do you think Jay has been 32 of 32 tonight? Could he only be 31 of 32? you think he's going to go bat 1,000 tonight? Oh, I bet the the bank on it that he's right. (laughs) I'm going to bet the bank on it. You learned your lesson last year? I mean, we're in Vegas. I mean, we might as well go higher than a dollar. You know what I mean? This would be the fifth Bulldog on the defensive side picked in the first round here today. Wow. So, well, we had one quarterback. Yeah. Guess how many running backs? None. Zero running backs. We kind of saw that one coming. Wide receivers, though. Six wide receivers taken in the first 18 picks. That doesn't even include the two premier wide receivers. No yeah. running backs. Moving. No running backs. No running backs. One quarterback. No tight ends. No tight ends. Waited a long time to have that linebacker taken. Devin yeah. Lloyd. Like, yeah. Wow. It's, you know, and we said it going in. It would be a different draft than ever before, and, and we've been saying the last couple of years, it's just for a different thing. But to not have a quarterback go top five, Ooh, top 10, top, top 10, 15, top got away for 20, and yeah. that's it. Well, watch what happens tomorrow night because they're it's going, going to be go. very oh, aggressive go. of yeah. all going up oh, yeah. to try to get oh, yeah. uh, these quarterback and yeah. Malik Willis. And that's yeah. where the owners step in also. And yeah. the owners start going, hey, you haven't had a quarterback yet. Hey, maybe you should trade up here. now." And they start – they'll start – overgrading those quarterbacks now because they're sitting there. They'll start getting some pressure, and you got to see who's going to be able to sit tight with their draft board or not. Matt Corral came to the draft here. Mm -hmm. So you start to feel for guys a little bit. Malik Willis is here as well. Brees Hall, maybe the top running back from Iowa State. He's available. Ojabo from Michigan, the outside Mm -hmm. linebacker. Super well, he would have gotten healthy. a lot but, but earlier, you know, absolutely. that injury. Yeah. But he, uh, he he did his Achilles. Yeah. Desmond Ritter, there. Kenneth Walker III, had a great year at Michigan State last year. Those guys sitting out there as well. Matt Corral, he talked about it from Ole Miss, available. Sam Howell, another quarterback from Carolina. It's going to be an exciting uh, draft uh, tomorrow uh, when this starts because all these guys, there's going to be even more manipulation. Right. There's going to be more people trying to trade up because everybody's got their board a little different. But if they're looking for quarterbacks, now you're not getting that fifth-year option, but they're staying patient, and maybe they don't believe that these quarterbacks deserve that fifth-year option, but they're going to be very aggressive to try to go get these kids tomorrow. I'm just looking here also, like, you know, some of the names that are out there. We haven't had running backs taken yet. You have all those quarterbacks who are still there. You got some good edge rushers, some pass rushers. I love the Penn State pass rusher, LeVar. Love him. 
I think he's a Abichetti. guy that, yeah, people, man, I think people kind of missed the boat on him. I do okay. think he's a first-round talent. He's nice. Absolutely. He's so nice. I think there's going to be, this is what I did, this draft, it was phenomenal from, let's say, 10 through 60, right? There's really good value all the way through, but you can get some of these steals um, later on in this, you know, late first round, second, third rounds. I want my dollar, Spills. Hey, another bulldog goes. That's, that's very strange. <laughs> Lewis seen the Georgia product goes this kid's to a Minnesota. Good football player. Born in Haiti, grew up playing soccer, and yeah, 73 tackles last season, two of them for loss, third team All-American, second team All-SEC performer. This, this kid's over six foot two. He's 190 pound. He ran 4.37. Wow. And he comes downhill now, and he's going to stroke you. This is a safety that loves to come and hit. And to pair him with a Harrison Smith, very similar. He does have some tightness uh, working in space, but he takes great angles to the ball, and he comes with mean intentions when he's coming to come and hit you. And he led Georgia in tackles and pass breakups for a team that now, if you can put it with How many first-rounders they have last year on their defense? A lot. Right? Well, they had five. Five last year, six this year. Is that six this year? Five this year. Five this year. So wow. five and five. So we have, you know, ten first. I mean, it's and it's. It, don't it's, be surprised if they got another. It's like Star Wars. You blow out the first thousand stormtroopers <laughs> coming in. There's another thousand right behind Jeez. them. You know who told me that line? <laughs> Your brother. I gave him that line. He's got a top steal on my line. He, he would I'm a say big Star that, Wars yeah, fan, Michigan so defensive I, I line. Just a bunch that. of stormtroopers <laughs> coming down. You take one. Here comes another. So. That is it for round one. Tampa Bay is now on the clock with their first selection of this 2022 draft. They have the first round pick. I'm sorry, the first pick of the second round, courtesy of a trade that they made earlier with, is that Jacksonville? Yeah, yes. Jacksonville. They made the trade. That was one of seven trades we saw in the first round. As we get ready to kind of wrap things up, you guys all have a different perspective on how this draft went. Rick, I'll start with you. Kind of the big takeaway. It could well, be a big one. winner. Day it could one be, yeah, day one. Day it could one. be a big winner. It could be a big surprise. It could be a big shocker. I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me is both New York teams got better tonight. Mm. And that is a city that deserves winner. And both the Giants and the Jets, I thought, did a great job. They got some great playmakers on both sides of the ball. And they're going to be better, you watch, going into next year. Philly. You got to believe they're the front runner right now with the the draft that they've had so far in, in the first round with, with what they've been able to to pull together and getting AJ Brown in the trade. Oh man, you got to you got to believe that Philly has now put themselves in the driver's seat for the NFC East. Philly. I think I think Hollywood Brown getting traded and Lamar's reaction was a, a big surprise. I'm not so surprised about AJ Brown, but also Malik Willis. That Malik Willis is going to sit there in day two is yeah. a surprise for me. Does Malik Willis? Go to Tampa Bay with the first pick of the second round. No, I don't. Th- I, well, I don't know because I haven't talked to him about it. Because they, <laughs> because they never thought he was going to be there. I right. got to get on the phone. You know what? I, I want to bet and see when we're sitting here on Saturday in the 244th pick in the seventh round, how accurate Jay Glazer is going to be. Jay, Jay's not going to be there. <laughs> Jay, don't get the I'm big, done. Jay don't get the big dollars for day two, three. I'm going to hit the craps table here at yeah. the Bellagio. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. Hey, Rick, Rick and I have been friends for a long time. And I did. I called and I asked our guys here, right, Scott Shapiro, like, man, I got a guy. He can come in here and just give us a really different angle. Dude, you crushed it tonight. Yeah, you did. Thank you. You crushed it, man. I am proud of you. I love it. This cat and I have been friends for 
25 years something along those lines. I've gotten a lot of better looking. You look horrible. Uh, just uh, remember, <laughs> Jay is in great shape. He's yeah. just not <laughs> shaped great. Right, right. Man, you gave us such a different angle and everything, yeah, man. It was good. It's fantastic. You were phenomenal good. tonight. Indeed. He's a Spielman. What would you expect? He is a Spielman. He just spilled everything. You're lucky yeah. we don't. you don't have my brother here with me because no one else would have been talking. We would have been <laughs> arguing about every pick. <laughs> and he would have been yelling at Rob to go make sure days. he's a, in the weight room in the morning. Yeah, he, he always wants to be doing those shoulder shrugs. You know, for some reason, you got you got to make sure you wash your clothes off of your abs. That you know those Ohio guys, you know they come in with wash. They don't they don't say Washington. Did no, you hear them say Washington? That, that's that's Washington. They don't say Washington. Washington. That's wash. You know, that's how you know it's good old down Midwest yeah. family guy wash. I love it. Draft uh, <laughs> night live here on Fox Sports Radio. We came away live from the Bellagio here in Las Vegas. MGM Rewards. Earn on what you love. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. For Rick, LeVar, Jay, and our entire Fox Sports Radio crew, it's been wonderful. I'm Rob Stone. We'll wrap things up when we return to Vegas. Round one in the books. New Orleans had an impressive draft at number 11. They got the wideout from Ohio State, Chris Olave, and then Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa at number 19. While we're on the topic of the New Orleans Saints, we want to welcome Linda Knowles in. She is our Fox Sports Radio sweepstakes winner. She won round-trip airfare to Las Vegas, a penthouse you got a penthouse hotel room oh, wow. on the strip. She got a limo pickup. She got the Jay Glazer treatment. The opportunity to appear on this very draft show live from the Bellagio, and it's all thanks to the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. Las Vegas is the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on, much like it is tonight for the draft. So whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Las Vegas, so make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. All right, Linda, A, welcome. Thank you. B, what was the moment that, that won you over to become a New Orleans Saints fan? You're all decked out in it right now. You got the beads as well. <laughs> um, honestly, the 2019 um, championship game, mm -hmm. no call. The no call. No call with the Rams. <laughs> I was watching that game. I'm from Southern California. Okay. I was watching the game with Rams fans. And when that happened, and they knew I was going to New Orleans for Mardi Gras right after. Right. When that call, no call, didn't happen, you know, the call didn't happen, they all turned to me and apologized. Because they knew that town was not going to be happy. Right. <laughs> and it's a happy town. At, however. They, yeah, how were they to you when you got there? The, the town's amazing. Right. They were upset, but... They paraded right. their they, protest. Right. I love that. And it was a party. It was amazing. I and love how that. could you not love that? That's what I'm saying. Did you, did you get any beignets while you were there in, in New Orleans? Oh, you know I yeah. did. did. <laughs> all right. Contractually all right. obligated to have You're two to four if you go to New Orleans. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, a beignet can take the pain away from a, a, a bad call and a loss any day of the week, you know. Especially and from there, you know. And yeah. a hurricane. And Well, <laughs> do you have any of those? A hurricane oh, can yeah. numb the pain. When, when, <laughs> yeah, and you can walk around with them. You can walk around with them. I, I rode a Mardi Gras float with the head coach of the Saints, with Sean Payton. Wow. Um, actually, I, told, I was told 
I rode a Mardi Gras. You don't remember that. Is that what you're telling me? You had a hurricane. Yes, I had. Yes, I just, a hurricane. I was told well, I was there. Well, yeah. Some of them are so the Orpheus big. Parade. You, know, you only need one. The Orpheus Parade. That was fun. I may be talking from experience here. <laughs> what category was that hurricane? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I like you. Do need do need to join up join our draft coverage for next year. Absolutely. Linda Spicy. Uh, Rick, you want to have her break down the uh, the linebackers through the draft of this one so far? Or no. no. Why didn't you become a New Orleans Saints fan after the Minneapolis miracle? Did you feel bad for them? Did you remember that play? No, not so. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm, I'm just trying to make myself feel good right now. <laughs> I was there. Now I'm sitting here next to you guys. <laughs> I, every time I go back to New Orleans, they educate me on the past oh. of that I've missed before I became a fan. They're like, oh, we've had a lot of heartbreak. Before that, <laughs> your yeah, husband they had paper bags at one point. In time, oh boy, actually. they did. They yeah, ate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your husband Dennis made the road trip here. There, there he is. Is he enjoying what he's supposed to be enjoying in Las Vegas? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Looks like Las Vegas is taking care of you. You enjoying this whole draft scene in and around the city? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Interesting. Have you ever been to a Saints game? No. But she's oh, been to wow. Vegas now. <laughs> Well, we got one more thing to check off the list. Uh, there we you go. Know, oh. you, got, you got to keep that, competing in these competitions. Seeing, you know? seeing the Saints game in New Orleans is on my bucket list. Like there you it. go. Done there and go. done. We'll, we'll work on that next. We'll, we'll talk to the uh, the Visitors Bureau down there in the Big East <laughs> yeah, and see if they can yeah. put together another contest for you. So uh, the great folks at VisitLasVegas.com. If not, Jay will pay for your yeah. tickets to go to the game. <laughs> He'll get you on a parade uh, truck, too, as well, if you play your cards right. So, Linda? Knowles, congratulations. Thanks for winning. Thanks for joining us. Glad you enjoyed it. Thank you so what, much. What was the be- what's you. the best part so far, joining us, the penthouse or the limo ride? Oh, it's a penthouse. Yeah, no uh, doubt. <laughs> Join, I would think. got to be third, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Linda Knowles, congratulations. And Thank you. Thanks for joining us right now. And uh, we're going to kind of wrap up the first Somehow round. I don't believe that, Jay. You don't? You don't? <laughs> I don't know if we're top five. LeVar Arrington, Jake Laser, Rick Spielman, Rob Stone here with you. Uh, we, we talked about some of the themes, some of the big takeaways right now. I want to throw out a program, and I'll, I'll just go at each of you right now and, and kind of grade it for me. And I think, Rick, you have to start with a team that had the number one pick, Trayvon Walker. They went with uh, they went with Trayvon Walker, the Georgia product, to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then they were able to get themselves back into the first round as well and and make it make a pick there as well that uh, Lloyd in, in Devin Lloyd at number 27. Um, how do you grade how they're feeling in Jacksonville right now? I think they've really upgraded their defense. They were very proactive in free agency this year, spent a lot of money. Uh, some people disagreed on how much money they spent on certain players, but I think Jacksonville definitely upgraded, especially on the defensive side. I think they'll bring Tim Tebow back to add to the linebacker. <laughs> oh, come on now. Come on now. I think you look at the early winners. I do think Jacksonville won. I think the Jets. Yes. Jets I'm a big had a day. Jets and Giants, both New York both teams, yes. Teams. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they both had, had really good days, yes. Uh, absolutely. I'm, LeVar, I'm curious. Uh, Houston. And the Eagles. Houston had a lot riding on this draft coming on in. And, and I don't know how much talk there is about him right now. At number three, they took Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback yep. from LSU. And then at 15, Kenyon Green, a, a bit of a surprise pick, the offensive guard from Texas A&M. Yep. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, it, it could be curious for me, those picks. I, I think they could have done better with those picks. But with that being said, I don't put in the time and the homework 
for what they need to do to right. improve their teams that they do. So it's a wait-and-see uh, approach for me on, on what the Texans did today. And if you want more draft coverage, uh, why don't you head on over to Twitter and check out Lamar Jackson's Twitter feed right now. <laughs> we Woo. cannot repeat that on our own. No, 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 it's a lot of letters. It's a lot of letters that yeah. mean words. Had a blast, so, gang. Had a hey, blast. Good hey. time, gentlemen. Great job, Thanks for guys. joining us on Thank Fox you. Sports Absolutely. Radio. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.